I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. from the 1978 interdimensional cliffhanging and dogging tournament here at the Stone Circle sponsored by Burberry Flat Caps we present a wheezing groaning sound which we believe to be the only Doctor Who podcast in existence my name is John Rain and joining me are two men who are never afraid to get out their hairy warlocks <laughs> yes Paul Richfield and Tom Neenan hello hello and so we delve deeper into another chapter of the sprawling saga of key to time so we may need another pair of hands to help guide us and maybe even sacrifice for the greater good yes more metal than robots right leg <laughs> it's andrew o'neill hey! good afternoon everybody hello hello so join us as we get our big pink wands out and find the stones of blood <laughs> <laughs> welcome welcome um, stuff. now obviously yeah you were part of our lost episode. We, we like to have lost episodes because we like the BBC. Like... We have to sometimes <laughs> lose them. Yeah, even really good ones. Like uh, Matt, yours was the macro terror of uh, <laughs> podcasts. Yeah. Um, so I don't want you to repeat anything that you've said. But we start with with our guests asking, like, sure, how'd you get into Doctor Who? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I used to hide. I used to run, when my brother was watching it, sort of Peter Davison era. I used to run in for the at the end of the closing mm. credits because it terrified me mm. and I wanted to be terrified by it. Mm. My memory of like <clears throat> Davis and Colin Baker era Doc 2 is it being like unpleasantly studio based. Yes. Yeah. And then um, I watched Remembrance of the Daleks mm. and it blew my mind and I loved it and then it talked about it with everybody at school yeah. and then really got into it in season 26 mm -hmm. and I was like this is my favourite thing <laughs> the same year I got into Blackadder yeah. and I went this is my favourite thing <laughs> and, uh, you know, basically I'm the kiss of death for yeah. anything, uh, anything I love so um, at the end of Survival where, where McCoy goes over the top <laughs> him and Ace just getting gunned down in slow motion <laughs> the thing is it didn't work full speed <laughs> it didn't work full speed <laughs> They had to cut to a field of seals. <laughs> <laughs> Very sombre music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, beautiful. And then, uh, so yeah, so like, and then and then got really, and then became like a proper nerd and got like dap old toys and yes. books and mm -hmm. read the new adventures and all that sort of thing. And then uh, yeah, and 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 sort of delved sort of fully into it. So I, I, for me, it's weird to have Doctor Who. I'm probably almost exactly the same for you guys mm. I think of having Doctor Who as a, as a current thing feels mm. like, odd because it feels like an archive love yeah. <laughs> rather than what shit are we being delivered this week <laughs> you know? um, so yeah and, and, and sort of you know as all of us sort of in and out of, of, uh, of obsession with it mm -hmm. um, and uh, and then yeah I've been to like conventions I've got I've got a I've got a royal flush of Doctors Who 
because I met John Pertwee. <gasps> Amazing. At you met the Pertwee? Yeah, I met Pertwee at a convention wow. in 1993, I think it was. Wow. Um, and I met Tom Baker in Soho. I was flying for my, <laughs> flying for my gig. So We've so all met Tom Baker. Tom Baker's, <laughs> Tom Baker's autograph is on the back of Simon Munnery's face. Oh, wow. Um, That's uh, a lot of quirk. Going like that. Yeah, a lot right? of eccentricity. So I went up to him and said, uh, excuse me, can I get your autograph? And he went, nah, you've got a good memory. Like, <laughs> and, and like the first and the first series had just ended like the first new series had just ended and I said have you seen it mm. and he just started well I mean Chris Freckleson says he doesn't want to get typecast but I mean you don't get work if you're not typecast now Billy Piper's doing Othello and he, he was just mad at my face <laughs> and I, I, I was my, I had no money on me because mm. I was really skinny at the time and I was thinking like I really want to go for a drink with him. What I want to say is, can I buy you a drink? Mm. But you can't say, can I buy you a drink? But also, can you pay for it? <laughs> um, is that okay? Is that a thing? Yeah. And then, um, can and you take me on a small caravanning holiday? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. yes. <laughs> can you buy me a drink? But then, fuck off! I just want a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I get on my hands and knees and pretend to be canine, can I follow you? <laughs> fuck off! Oh, John okay. Leeson was there actually on his hands and knees. It was really fucking weird. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> met um, met Davison around the time of the fiftieth anniversary. This was kind of oh, that's a. I was with my wife and Stephanie said that's Pete Davison so I grabbed some paper and I ran up behind him mm. he's walking away from it and I went excuse me and his shoulders just dropped oh. <laughs> and oh, I, no. said, are you in, I said are you in a hurry he said I am rather I said if I run alongside can I get your autograph mm. so yeah so, uh, but I have I have autographs all the way up to McCoy mm-hmm. we, um, we grabbed McCoy after he was doing a play at the Red Line Theatre in Islington and had two hours of drinking with him Wow, brilliant wow. best days of my life Lovely. oh my god um, he's really he's very 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 funny and very rude and uh, told us that he became doc- he became Doctor Who because he uh, uh, he felt Doctor Who was in opposition to Thatcher's government. Oh wow! Like, specifically, so the whole old Doctor Who's gone woke. Yeah. Right, cast your mind back <laughs> to, <laughs> to 1986. Right, that really plays in everything he does throughout the episode. <laughs> In many ways, the bum out is a, <laughs> it's a thumb, up, you know, thumb in the mouth. <laughs> it finally the, the 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 cliffhanger of in Dragonfly. It, it's it's a metaphor for where the country's going, <laughs> Point, like, pointlessly to its own peril. <laughs> Climbing down your own umbrella yeah, yeah. and going, what a mistake it me. Yeah, when she left in that car, famously that photo when she said goodbye, Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to Ted Heath. Ted, you get fat, I also, because um, we, we spoke about this last time, but um, the whole thing got wiped. Um, so uh, I'm going to ask you again, Andrew. I yeah. know you've got a very um, a series of very specific Doctor Who based tats One. on you. One. Um, you've got a <laughs> s- single episode of a tat. Yeah. I've I thought f- you had loads. I know you did, and I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I've got I've got the seal of Rassilon. You mm-hmm. got the seal of Rassilon, nice. which was my yeah. second tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. You can put I've your got... trousers up now. Have you seen that? <laughs> <laughs> and I got. Um, but the rest are like I mean, I've got Peter Cushing, got Cushing. Oh, but he's as Cushing as Frankenstein I've got, ah. I've got the Wicker Man I've got a, a Plague of the Zombies tattoo mm-hmm. this is Cthulhu Amazing. that's from a Sepultura in lay I've got yeah the, okay. there is only one All I'm right. thinking of I'm thinking of getting the master in his demon's robe 
I was going to say, you've got Ooh, a nice yeah. section yeah. there ready. It's like they're going to be him or Charles Graves McCarter from The Devil Rides Out, and I still nice. haven't fully decided. I might get sell on my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> As we have discussed, though, that covers a, a multitude of different stories, because that could also be from uh, Revenge of the Cybermen. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Covers that one as well. Big Vogon fan. <laughs> Vogon or Vogel? One, and also one's the Hitchhikers and one's oh, the... Yeah. Vo- yeah, I don't know which one it is. Either way, it's the, uh, the who knows. Michael Wisher turns up again, having just been in Genesis of the Daleks as He's, a Vogon person. I, I think he was on retainer. Yeah, he was. He just found <laughs> him in the cupboard like a Wirren, just knocking around. Yeah, asthma. Yeah. <laughs> so we're here to do the third, I believe, yes. in the Key to Time trilogy. Oh yes. And before Andrew steers us uh, through the rocky shores of the Stones of Blood, I need yeah. to tell you a little bit, just a tiny yeah. bit, about what was going on on that day. <laughs> um, Tom, Mr. Tom Neenan. Hello. Slim Pickens. Yay, he's back! How is there so much the on? Pickens were slim. <laughs> the Pickens were slim. It's Saturday the 28th of October and it's 1978. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, gosh, that's wonderful. I'm five at that point. Oh. I think I might have seen Stones of Blood. Oh, wow. Well. But not really yeah, just aware. Yeah, there while just it was on. absorbing it. Yeah. Um, ironically. Um, and also, <laughs> probably, um, anyway, we'll get on to that, how mm. brilliant it is. Anyway, so it's um, Saturday the 28th of October, 1978. So if you're watching BBC One, mm-hmm. uh, 10 past nine yeah. was Take Another Look! <laughs> a programme where you take an ironic look at a different segment of society. This week, bed and breakfasts. Mm. Oh. Um, unusual filming techniques <laughs> reveal a very different world. <laughs> Are they filming people in their room? I was going to say, is this like Chuck Berry? <laughs> this is like Chuck Berry, isn't yeah. it? They're filming people in their rooms. He it's would film people when they were having a wee. Odd. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, having dear. a wee? Yeah, he had a restaurant or a cafe, I think. Yeah. Um, What's unusual about the, the filming technique? What are they doing? Like putting secret a cameras. penis on... Yeah. Your ding-a-ling. I'm secretly filming your ding-a-ling. Do you mind if we put a camera on your ding-a-ling? We're making a documentary about bed and breakfast. I know what it is. Do you remember that wild documentary they did a few years ago where there was a man dressed as a swan just swimming around with swans um, oh. um, one no two no <laughs> what are you talking about they did like a documentary you must remember this no, I don't know when you say they BBC the people right. <laughs> the men in white coats BBC they did yeah. a documentary where people were like in the wild dressed as animals <laughs> why so they could mingle with the other animals I love it. But they even use robots. There was one where it was like a robot. I saw the robot monkey. Joke, the robot monkey. I did see that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. There was a famous picture that went around Twitter of a bloke underneath a pretend swan with a camera. What? And up. there was a robot cat and that was in yeah. Perivale and it was trying to spy. <laughs> 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 it was bothering Hale and Pace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just a... <laughs> That's a better synopsis for survival. Yeah. Really. Do you know, I, I always say, when I, when I consider my, my comedic, when I consider my comedic ambitions, yeah. you know, I, you know, I would really like to be like proper famous. Mm. Think, who under 30 has heard of Hale and Pace? <laughs> who are still alive? Yeah. <laughs> gone anywhere. Yeah, they can easily have, like, if they if they turned up tomorrow in something, you'd be like, a few people would be like, oh, it's Hale and Pace. Everyone else, no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah. Anyway, is after it like an endoscopy? Is that what they ate the breakfast and you watched it go down? Like, that's the filming technique they had. I know the camera. There's a camera um, in the bed, there's a camera in the breakfast. 
puts a camera in the breakfast. <laughs> sausage cam. Yeah, yeah. Sausage has got a long curly wire coming out of it because it's 1978. Joyce, it's Joyce, they're yeah. having baked beans. Joyce, they're having baked beans. We need 158 bean cams. I think we're going to need really to get smaller cameras. It's a series to make. I mean, there's baked beans, but one of them's 50 foot wide. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the unusual filming technique. Yeah. In take another look at Bed and Breakfast. Love then, of course, because it's your Saturday, it's Grandstand. Hey. From 12 bloody 30 until 10 past sodding 5. Jeez. Grandstand, Grandstand, Grandstand. And then, of course, it was Grease Day USA, because Grease <laughs> had just come out that year. Oh. So it was a celebration. <laughs> um, hang on. Um, Orac, Orax computing. <laughs> so the BBC <laughs> was celebrating the release of a film. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yes, they were. Andrew, what, what's your problem with that? It's 1978. Yeah, but it's Grease shit. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but at the time it was Grease fresh Day. shit. Okay, fresh from the after <laughs> film. Are you sure you spelled that right? <laughs> Grease oh, yes, Day USA. Like celebrating the country of. Greece. Oh, sorry, sorry, it wasn't Grease. It was more Grandstand. <laughs> no, it was Grease Day USA. It was an hour-long special, apparently, where they were looking at the, the release of the new film and they had some behind-the-scenes special, the special. But they didn't have any of the major stars. ILM were interviewed. So. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was Grandstand, and the event was um, cars flying into the air. <laughs> <laughs> that was the event. I don't know. It makes more sense. Yeah, but listen, after sense. Grease Day had finished, yep. thank yep. the fudge. Yeah. It was 6.25, and my God, Doctor Who was on. <gasps> Stones are bloody blood, part one. There is blurb, Tom. Yes. The, and it's a perfectly, excuse me, <laughs> serviceable. <laughs> let, let me get one I more out. I apologise, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this never happens Sorry, with an old camera. No. <laughs> uh, um, I'm, 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 I'm not even going to explain why I did okay. that. Anyway, um, here we go, the blurb. The Doctor and Romana mm. track the third segment of the key to time to the vicinity of an ancient stone circle on Earth. But sinister forces are at work, and the stones hide a secret. Ooh. Perfectly serviceable. Very good. Tells you I'd watch just that. what you need yeah. to know. Yeah. Wonderful. And um, just after that was all creatures great and small. Oh. Of course, with a future Doctor. Yes. Lovely stuff. Um, uh, a lovely bit of write-up Johnny here. Whisker. Uh, Johnny Whisker. <laughs> that was my nickname at school, but I don't know why you're bringing it up. Johnny Whiskers. <laughs> the kid and Johnny Whiskers. Because yeah. of your, yeah, Johnny Whisk- your odd cat food-based diet. <laughs> Andrew, you said you weren't going <laughs> to... Do you think this whole series of Doctor Who has been an admin error and they actually meant to cast you? <laughs> Someone misheard it as Jodie Whittaker. Oh, oh, no. Oh. And let's do that in harmony again. <laughs> By the, by the way, listener, if you can hear, there, I think a football result has happened outside yes. the, yeah. the Oh, is that capsule. what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> the strange Pleasance venue that we're doing. Yes. <laughs> I love that this little, let's face it, prison that mm. we're in. It's yeah. a cellar It's a sort of sky. anathema to what's going on yeah, outside. Yeah. It's lovely, isn't it? They're all watching football outside, folks. Mm. Um, the opposite of Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> opposite if of anyone Who. accidentally walks in here and hears a second of this, we're our fucking head <laughs> Sorry, I was just looking for the top. What did you yeah. fucking say? <laughs> They'll force us to take the knee by removing our knee and putting it in our other knee. Boy, lads, there's loads of nerds up there. <laughs> anyway, let me tell you a bit more about Orchid's Great and Small because yeah. I know you want to know. Yeah. Um, listen, James Herriot comes between two warring daughters yeah. over their talking and or non-talking budgie. 
That's disgusting. <laughs> but even better, James is, uh, James is delayed for dinner, which annoys Mrs. Hall, whose cooking waits for no man! <laughs> it waits for no man. Is it James Herriot, is he the one who was in, um, was in uh, Some Others Do Have Them? He had a, a cameo in that? What? James what? Herriot? Am I thinking they're all Hang on. No, this is, uh, this is a fact. I love it. Straight to my phone on the Christopher thing. Timothy is James Christopher Herriot. Timothy, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Oh, yeah, I've James heard the rumour that the theme tune to Some Others Do Have Them is Morse code, spelling Some yes, Others Do yeah, Have Them. Yes, yeah, on a piccolo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So you can spell and dot, played dot, on dash, 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 dot, Yeah. Tells you Inspector Morse's first name. Does that, yeah. Which is actually Betty. Yeah. Which is John. It's in the credits. It's John. It's there. Just pay attention. Come on, guys. Anyway, a little bit later after all Keats gets what was called Starsky and the Hutch. Oh. That's what I'm calling them now, Starsky and the Hutch. That's when uh, the other guy left and he just had a rabbit hutch on the seat next to him. Yeah, he carries an empty hutch. No rabbit, I'm afraid. Oh, symbolism. No, just full of tears. Coppola Um, directed that episode. But anyway, listen, guys. Trouble in store when Starsky and Hutch infiltrate a hillbilly moonshine operation. (laughs) Every episode. Aren't they based in New York? Starsky and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch? They were, yeah. Why are they oh. infiltrating a hillbilly moonshine? Why are they hillbillies Be- in New York? Because every yeah. everything in in seventies American culture some needed to have some southern state sheriff. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's true. I'm Boss Pig. <laughs> Boss Pig. <laughs> I'm Hog Wild. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> if we gently transfer ourselves over to the BBC of the two Finally. that day, yep. though, TV didn't even begin till three in the afternoon. Good. And then <laughs> As it should be. Catching up with Grandstand. And it then there was that now, but it's Horizon. <laughs> the wonderful programme. Horizon. Horizon. Yeah. You know what they're like. They really do mm-hmm. um, investigate some of the big issues in yeah. science, mm-hmm. literature, theology. Um, this week's episode... Bags for life. <laughs> no program information. <laughs> That's very futuristic, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think it's going to be it's about what you think it's going to be. Oh. I don't think it's going to be about reusable plastic bags for life. Do you reckon it's someone It's going to be something life. so horrible. Bags for life. Ball bag. Like mother-in-law. <laughs> bag. It's going to be like a mother-in-law-based show. It's someone who wanted plastic surgery on their eyes. <laughs> yeah. And the surgeon said, it simply cannot be done. Yeah. More bags, please. Um, now on uh, October 1970, <laughs> of Horizon, uh, self-service checkout. <laughs> anyway, after Horizon Bags for Life came the O'Grey Whistle Test. Oh. Uh, this week was the average white band and white snake. If you so a bit of a theme there. Yeah. 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 Uh, closely followed uh, by a different kind of music show. It's called My Music, and it's a light-hearted musical knowledge quiz with Dennis Norden Aww. and Frank Muir. Join Dennis Norden Aww. as he puts as many cucumbers as he can up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Muir, what have you chosen for your favourite song this week? I've gone for some... <laughs> I've gone for Hammer Smash I've gone for Napalm Death. <laughs> I've gone for Skin the Pope by the Electro Hippies. Well... Here it is in its full. It's only 32 <laughs> seconds long, by the way. Um, anyway, after my music, uh, it was a load of words. But then it was midnight, and it was time for the midnight movie. Ooh. And the midnight movie was Murder, she said. <laughs> Which is, of course, a Murder, she wrote, broke her hands. <laughs> <laughs> Murder, she shouted in my ear. <laughs> um, it's another brilliant Margaret Rutherford film, which means I'd immediately watch it. Because mm. I, I just think know. she's stunning. Someone in Stones of Blood is in that film. Get the fuck. Whoa. Whoa. Do some... 
I'm going to proper based research here, yeah. canine, and I'm, I'm mixing well, all my streams. Of I'm not calling you master, though. No, 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 that's uh, fine. Um, but, um, so I feel um, time by doing my Dennis Norton impression. Yeah, please, yeah, go please. On. Now time for the puddle show. We call the cock up. <laughs> <laughs> That's really average. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, doesn't it? Absolutely. If oh, you're God. one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> he used to pass by my window every day. And go to the These were very, 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 he had very good impressions. His glasses were huge. They were like uh, bay windows. Massive. When you say pass glasses. by, I'm imagining he was gliding. Like there was, was no well, even like... Directly oh, opposite oh. me is a bookshop and he used to walk past it like on a daily basis. Hey, I think board. more for exercise <laughs> than anything else. Oh, bless him. And he was... 700 foot tall yeah. at least <laughs> but always stooped over well that's yeah. how he died isn't it he walked under one of those bridges is that what <laughs> happened he walked <laughs> you know you see buses the ultimate cock yeah. up oh no <laughs> he died as he lived cocking up his last words were, <laughs> were there passages on his head <laughs> yes oh no just, mm. he was full of cock ups anyway <laughs> Just to get back to the point, it was sure. Midnight Movie Murder, she said, when an elderly spinster with an avid taste for detective stories sees a woman being strangled Ooh. on a passing train. She decides it was to investigate. It was Norden on the way to the bookshop. Dennis Norden, when you accidentally <laughs> get strangled <laughs> on the, the train to Barnstable. A woman who was alive <laughs> by the end of it. But the lovely thing is, this is a sort of um, um, a, a little sort of um, taste of uh, uh, I forgot what I'm going to say. I mean, anyway, it was was Gerald, Gerald Cross, who voices one of the Megara, yeah. is in Murder She Said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How beautiful! It was is this? Gerald Cross Knight on the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> Both of his things. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> what was that week? Well, it's Three BBC, pounds. It's, it's BBC Two. It's nine o'clock. It's Megara night, <laughs> and we're finished with Megara. <laughs> we do hope you enjoyed. Anyway, um, that was your very slim Pickens-based mm. entertainment on BBC One and BBC Two. But we're not here to talk about that, are we? No. no. Stones are bloody. Blood, Andrew, take us through it. We begin X Media Res. <laughs> yes! Not in the middle of it, but actually at the beginning of the story. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Doctor Who and Ramanat Voret Londa are putting the two pieces of the key to time together, what they got off of the previous two stories. <laughs> and they're not very good at it. And also, <laughs> frankly, the key to time looks like something you'd get collecting tiger tokens. <laughs> it looks like the prize they used to give it away at the end of the Krypton Factory yeah. <laughs> and you won that and you go no it's no, just annoying to have it I now. don't want that and there's a little bit of um, I, I strongly suspect because uh, there's some power play here and I think it's them saying to Tom Baker just wind your neck in <laughs> <laughs> Let the companion have a little bit of something to do, because mm. uh, Doctor Who's no good at it, but uh, Raman Atvarat Lunda is very good at putting the thing around with the... And if anybody has the uh, the box set, it's a fucking pain in the arse. <laughs> uh, it's not the in the same way, is it? Yes, it's the same configuration, exactly. And you, have to, and you have to put it to get back together for the DVD to work. Oh. <laughs> uh, Tom Baker has a, uh, a scar on his face mm. uh, from when John Leeson bit him. <laughs> <laughs> during the recording <laughs> during the recording yeah. of the Pirate Planet <laughs> and they are <laughs> 
so they've so they put they put the two bits together in that weird like should we build a set for the room they're doing this in nah. no <laughs> let's, let's put some black curtains up next to the TARDIS console set and like some sort of weird like 1940s hotel room fridge yeah it's horrible <laughs> it's isn't like it it's a ceramic so safe or something yeah. you just shatter with your finger it's, it's got I, I don't know what it is it's just got that real vibe of like look we've been you've, we've spent a lot of money on Doctor Who since 1963 yeah. can we just not spend any more money than we have to <laughs> a black drape and a weird oh, bit of furniture they found it's going to be in every story for a whole season <laughs> anyway. and do we think because obviously a lot of the sort of action of Doctor Who that we've seen uh, over the years mm. um, takes place directly out of the central uh, console mm. room they mm. just go through that door to yeah, the right that one and door. or the left yeah. so am I uh, <clears throat> I always think that the TARDIS has sort of rooms that just sweep along <laughs> I mean there must be it gives you the room it's, it's, it's like the, rooms the room the of requirement in Harry Potter you get uh, the room that yeah, you need okay. that, because yeah. in the Davidson ones it's often Tegan's bedroom yeah, yeah. imagine if you're in the bathroom right <laughs> and it's, imagine it's like four miles away and, and you need you a, a parcel you need door. a wig <laughs> You have to go through Tegan's bedroom. Yeah. Well, that's why you left it. I'll then. just go here. Resurrection of the Daleks. Mm. Not pot club. <laughs> <laughs> and which went to the adventure game? Because it's always just adjacent to the console. Yeah, everything's it's just there. Room, and then yeah. off that little corridor. So I, I just like to think because the TARDIS is infinite in size inside. That yeah. Maybe just everything sort of yeah, shifts around up. as you need. That's a really good idea. Shot. Mm. I love that idea stuff. because I was I used as a kid I was absolutely fascinated and they fixed it with the new ones. Mm. But I was fascinated by the the door. On the inside, so the so the outside yeah, the door, of the door, door has roundels door, on door, it. Door, yeah. door. So there must be a gap between that and the other. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes no, they'd um, they'd be sort of timidly just paint it blue, the exterior yes. of the big chunky doors. Yeah. Yeah. They'd sort of go. Uh, <laughs> this this is how it works. I don't know. <laughs> Can anyone do an impression of the door opening? I've never tried it before, but I want to give it a yeah, back. I think we should all. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've nailed it. Okay, thanks. We've got this other star of our theme tune. Is that how we go into the episode? Just go. Oh, it is. That is. That, that's, that's, that's good as well. That's good. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. You've got Norden in that door. Yeah. Mary White. <laughs> Buy them all out. Range. Um, you could do the Norden door. Norden d- circuit. D- door. <laughs> circuit. Where were you going with that? You you went in and then didn't know how to. Go. <laughs> I went in soft and then died. I, I want a rose a rose <laughs> story in my life. Norden. <laughs> so they so Do- Doctor Who and Raman Atvarat Lunda yep. are now they use the the first appearance in this story of a phallic object uh, <laughs> to find out where the next destination is. Yes. And Tom Baker says you love it with his big teeth. Um, <laughs> we then cut to a moon and a stone circle uh, that looks like a model. <laughs> And then a good m- model, though. It's, it is a good, good model. model. It's nice. I'd, I'd, I'd like it. It's the better of the models we have. Yeah. This <laughs> and then a a mus- walking moustache in a silver robe. <laughs> uh, who is so De, De Vries, The character's called De Vries. Now this, I was like, uh, weirdly, his Wikipedia page. So this is uh, this is Nicholas McArdle, right? His, mm. his Wikipedia. He hasn't got a Wikipedia page, but he's been in absolutely everything. He's Rosie's dad in May to December. Get He's in the goodies. He's in. Boone, he's in Citizen Smith, he's into The Manor Born, Are You Being Served, Porridge, The Sweeney, and, not last, but definitely not least, The Mike Reed Show. <laughs> <laughs> if you look up Nicholas... It's also Mc- James Bond! <laughs> <laughs> 
He's in, he's in absolutely everything. And also, he's got a really, really good 70s bald head. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Perfect spherical. Yeah. Yeah. And then the hair and the head. clumps on the side. If I, you know, I mean, I'm, 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 yeah. cur- I'm cursed with a thick head of hair. <laughs> but should I ever go bald, I think I might do the, you know, it doesn't really suit my gender identity. But <laughs> it, if, you can, if, you can't, if you can't be have a moustache and a bald yeah. head as, as a non-binary person, then fuck non-binary. I think, Andrew, if you could keep the length at the sides as it is now, which right. is stunning. The Brian Eno. But literally the top is yeah. gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. do a Brian Eno. Mm. Yeah, that That's going to lend He's itself a- to comment. <laughs> if ever there was a character actor who was built for just that moment where, like, you know, he's a middle manager and he has to at one point go... Please, Mr. Spencer, just leave my <laughs> office now. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> he, I mean, that's not an exhaustive list, list of what he's been in, so he may well, he may, you know, he's been, he, wow. was, he was like properly everything. I just, I just wrote a few he's down. He's like the John great. Lemessier of Doctor Who, isn't he? he? Is. Yeah. He's been in everything. So, uh, so there are torches and there are robes oh. and there's that really nice water bowl based instrument like in nice. Talons of Wang Chiang yes. uh, please do write in if you've been bothered to look up what that's called <laughs> <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, and we have, a, 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 you know, what, there's quite a lot of occult stuff in, in Doctor Who over the years. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rituals and, mm. and you know, uh, there's, there's demons, of course. Where, yeah. um, uh, so um, if, you would like to, if you would like to read out um, uh, what I have on this tattoo. We're all going to now read Andrew's wrist. Yes, Paul is. Um, what, what, what? It's I, Ire. Uh, hang on, if I do this, is something going to happen? <laughs> yeah. like, so the devil's going to appear. And, I, Ire, O... Belial. Yes. I ire o somed somel. Samael. Samael. Admittedly, it has faded a little bit since I got it done. Mm. So my first proper Edinburgh show, I did an occultist character called Thoth Alakthbuv, who summons a serpent <laughs> demon called Barry. Right. <laughs> this, that being my first proper Edinburgh show, I got, <laughs> I got, I got a tattoo of the first half of the incantation that mm. he used to summon uh, Barry, because the second half was Eco Eco Azal. <laughs> I, when I first saw the demons, which was when it was, you know, when it was repeated in that, in that, in the, I yes. think the 30th anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I got a little bit of, because I think I was still sort of Christian back then. Mm. And I got this wonderful little, I found that, I found the occult stuff in that quite scary, which yeah. is why I then fully and utterly yeah, yeah, yeah. threw myself into occultism. That was like the seed of it. And I think the occultism stuff in, in the demons really, really works. Very cool. In this, it's just them shouting Kaliak <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm from the West Country. This is a perfectly normal thing to do as soon as you wake up. It does sound, it's the noise you make. You've got a hair in your throat. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the Mask of Mandragora, Mandragora, Image of the Fendal. There's, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, part yeah. of this sort of tradition. They could do a, they could do one of those weirdly shoved together, what have we got left to release DVD boxes. <laughs> but I like it when Doctor Who dips into that sort of like uh, mythology 
Celtic mythology mm. or witchcraft and sacrifices, which it doesn't do very often. And when it does, I'm always it, I always think those episodes sort of rise. Yeah, it little. suits it so well. Yeah, that whole I mean, the seventies was obsessed with this stuff, and it really that whole kind of folk horror, hauntology, yeah. all that stuff. Mm. It, that intersection's really nice. But that's you know that's what the demons is. You know, one one of my very favorite. You know, I've got mm. about t- seventeen very favorite Doctor Who stories. <laughs> but then, like you know, the devil rides out and all that sort of. Like, Absolutely, it, it, all, it all kind of yeah. yeah. And what Doctor Who does even better is is it goes um, so it it provides you all of that and then it will often debunk its origins by going actually it's just aliens it's yeah, really, yeah, and, yeah. and then really to me shit, I go that's shit. even better mm. this is great another layer yeah. <laughs> and this is when Doctor Who to me is at its greatest when it will do something like that it won't just go alien doing something while it will go no it's all about mythology and this and that and that and, mm. that. Yeah. and it's an alien and in this story it's even something else well, well I like to else. think that's where they were going with the third series of So Haunt Me it's just that we never got to yet a Feldman could have been an alien do you yeah. want to show us your So Haunt Me tattoo <laughs> No, no, not, no, not, not until I've had a couple more beers. I mean, the principle that you're outlining there is is is, is, is summed up in the motto: Fiance, not thoughtfully. Fiance, fiance. What? So what are you say? Fiance. Uh, so Demons, obviously, another one of our lost episodes. Um, oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. So I always have to compulsory. And Stones of Blood. And Stones of Blood. So we them both on the same day. Oh, yeah. We didn't even notice the theme. Didn't even notice the theme. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah we lost it. Yeah. We lost Where's it? Ian Levine when you need him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he we found your lost <laughs> 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 Just <laughs> being, being very sexist somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously, Matthew Corbett is in The Demons. That's my one favourite thing about... Because I was a huge... Corbett. It's in the demons. Yes. In the sense of he's an actor who appears on screen in the demons. Thanks for the yeah. <laughs> So Thank check you. it out. And you can tell me it's him. You can tell it's him. He's got. I didn't think mouth. he had his hand up the guy's ass. Yeah. <laughs> Bock was very, uh, <laughs> very upset by that. He was livid. Yeah. <laughs> me and um, me and my two oldest uh, Doctor Who pal friends um, stayed in Aldborn uh. on um, on Beltane one year. Oh did you? Whoa, did yeah. anything happen? No. no. <laughs> we we, we all fucked each other. But yeah. <laughs> we all fucked each other and watched Doctor Who. Yeah. I mean, we, well, okay. uh, what happened? What happened was mm. we quoted the demons. Yeah. Absolutely relentlessly. That was yes. what happened. And we, yeah. we went. We, so we went to the the pub that that was the Cloven nice. Hoof, oh, and we wow. went to and went to the because the actual mound is only a fairly short walk away. Yeah. And yeah, it was quite, it, it looks cool. Yeah, it's really. And nice. you watch BBC Three. Uh, yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. Yeah. So um, so there's there's a ritual, a lovely a lovely mid seventies ritual. Mm-hmm. Um, they're feeding blood to the stones. Now every time <laughs> every time I hear the phrase the stones in this, I think about. Uh, the, the Rolling Stones yeah. and I will be making that joke relentlessly yeah. I don't think it's funny either and, right? so I'm just going to delete some of my notes <laughs> five pages yeah. uh, feeding blood to the stones mm. like on Mick Jagger's rider give, give uh, Keith's bloody Marys <laughs> and there's a wonderful there's the, on, the only good bit of sound design in this is the oh it's amazing the stone yeah uh, and frightening most here, here's the thing I put Senapa Dick because Dick Mills who was the doctor whose yeah. usual doctor whose usual um, uh, inc- incidental sound designer mm. it's the only story between Frontier and Space and Survival that he didn't do the incidental music for oh really and yeah and instead it's Elizabeth Parker which is why later on now I'm sorry uh, Elizabeth Parker but you are shit at this <laughs> oh. there's some foot foley in this that yeah. sounds like an early hammer film that's lovely <laughs> click, click click you know I, I always love I always love foot Mm. Are the stones called the Orgreave? 
The, no. The, oh, <laughs> I kept thinking, like, the minor strike. <laughs> I thought a policeman was going to come and hit them. Expecting Arthur Scargo to go. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Fall into the sea. Yeah, going, the Orgreave. There's um. There's also so the other thing that so the thing that um uh, degreave uh, the, the dude who's in all the all the comedy films. Mm. They, they he uses the word come a lot. <laughs> Come, oh great one, come! Your time is near. Which sounds like a jerk-off instruction porn video. Um, there's another one of those later. It's the 70s. Anthony. Come! I've got on my list here actually one I didn't mention. It. Um, um, it's 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 nine o'clock. It's BBC Two. It's time for come. <laughs> so, yeah. There's a lot of it around. I'm yeah. Afraid. Then we, then we got to Inside the TARDIS and a scene that I like to pronounce uh, like John Pertwee in, uh, in uh, um, uh, Spearhead from Space. Shoes. 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 Because Romana comes out just like Madonna in her Guy Ritchie country house face. Yeah. hat. A Burberry oh, hat. Love and it. very inappropriate, but extremely sexy. Shoes. <laughs> Do you not think that the episode one and two is a, is is in Doctor Who terms a foot fetishist's dream? Oh my 100%. goodness. It's very fixated on her feet, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind that David Fisher is... Uh, <laughs> David Fisher's sexuality is all over... The, and to be, to be perfectly honest, David Fisher's sexuality is not a thousand miles away from mine. Yeah. I, I've, I have done comedy material about my shoe fetish, and like it's a thing. Very, and he's definitely there's a lot of it around. There's nothing. There? There's, there's not very much in you know. Over the course of Doctor, there have been some really nice uh, footwear, yeah. usually in the publicity shots. But yeah. I mean, there's literally a bit where where, where Roman Atvoretra Lunda mm. puts her high heel into a like the spike of her shoe into a hole. Goes, oh, God, Doris. <laughs> Fisher's there, his typewriter just quivering as he's. Romana, Romana shoves the spike of her, aggressively shoves the spike of her, the haughty, the haughty lady Tyndall shoves the spike of her high heeled shoe. Pour some Horlicks in me, young man! It's very foot fetishist. Turn really off is. the electric blanket, Doris, I'm not going to need it! Put the acorns in me, blimpsels! <laughs> Why? Weirdo. So, um, so then we have uh, uh, beware the black god. So yeah, you're not going. You're not going out wearing that. Says yeah. Baker. Um, and she's like, Why is it going to be? Why is this going to be some sort of adventure? Yes, we're finding the. Kid. Have you not been paying? <laughs> yes. It'll be, yes. It'll be paced. It'll be four. Chunks of 25 it, minutes worth. Of my old It's going to be five minutes of last and week's one. In any other story, I'd, I'd, I'd call it sexist, but mm. for the fact that, um, it, that there's quite a lot of anti-sexist stuff. And But what, it, what it's showing is that Romana Voratra Lunda is not used to it being a, a, an out-and-about Time Lord. Yeah. She's mm. used to being a back-at-home looking at the things Time Lord. <laughs> Does that mean that her lovely shoes, she's going to get them they're gonna get muddy as well? They're going to get really muddy. <laughs> Oh, oh dear! Oh dear! Terribly, terribly muddy. And, and and you know, and K nine calls her mistress the whole way through. I mean, that's like <laughs> mistress. Yeah. Fucking. And he's got a hard on. 
that's when his red lipstick comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Erasing <laughs> memories of foot fetish. <laughs> So then we have a bit of exposition. Uh, so uh, there's, there's, there's. Let's remind us, don't we, who the Black Guardian is, because we've sort of three. This is the yeah, third episode. Yeah. So we're all like, oh, yeah. oh yeah, Black Guardian, yeah, very important. So what we say? So let's just remind everybody that white is good and black is bad. <laughs> we just remind everybody of that. Yeah. And black and white is still too bad, as Public Enemy said. <laughs> um, we're not sure about yellow yet. No, play that down. Play that down. So we have this exposition, cosmic balance versus... In, uh, this is one of the things where, you know, what, so what would happen if... What, what, why do we need to put the key to time together? <laughs> With, uh, I, mm, uh, cosmic balance versus eternal chaos. Well, we've mentioned this before. The whole f- hmm. point is the key to time is scattered because it's that dangerous if it was ever combined, hmm. if it went into the... Why is he now having to get it all back combined? It's all scattered around. Perfect. Because <laughs> the, white, the white guardian Hidden. needs to reset. It's sort of, sort of. I think it's a sort of like the deluge of the arc. It's a bit of that sort. Is of it like guy. panini stickers? Like the white guardian <laughs> needs like five more for the set. Got, 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 need, need. <laughs> he basically, it's basically Doctor Who's traveling around to find six, <laughs> find six young mulbies. <laughs> I do actually remember when I gave when I gave uh, Nicholas Price at school the final sticker for his WWF thing. He went power, (laughs) 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 unlimited power, or whatever it is. (laughs) Uh, So then, so when it's fully assembled and activated, it stops everything. Then. Oh no! <gasps> it's K9. <laughs> Doctor Who's novelty toaster. <laughs> Dusty yeah. Bin's reject. The worst of robot wars. <laughs> he come K9, come over here. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were going downhill as well. Now go back over there. (laughs) (laughs) Canine, do nothing quietly. Yeah. (laughs) Canine, the robot dog, Doctor Who's very noisy dog. Uh, That's right, right, Canine, you stay in the TARDIS. (laughs) Mainly location episode. Which they they then Uh, stop. To be fair, fair, I fucking hate him, but to be fair, he's quite useful in this episode. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, absolutely he right. He is, he is key to it. Uh, <laughs> he's key to time that. Um, <laughs> the th- the th- thing is, it, I completely, un- I, co- look, I completely understand why when they're when they're on location, <laughs> we'll gloss over that. When they're on, I when they're on, a bit of beer, everyone. When they're on, when they're on location, yeah. You can't you can't take canine now. All right, that's no. Right. So canine, you stay in the TARDIS. Mm. So I don't understand why they had to do that so relentlessly with Nissa. <laughs> 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 Sarah yes. Sutton can't go over gravel. <laughs> I thought the gentle cuff was too much as well. I mean, I mean, just let her stay home. She was one of the rollers from Return to Oz. Yeah. To <laughs> oh, bless! But it is standard, standard Doctor Who trope, isn't it? Is um, canine, you stay here, mm. you Egypt, and then <laughs> two episodes in. Okay, now come and get him to come out. Come and Sorry. help us a bit <laughs> for something. It's yeah. like your mate you didn't invite to the party, and then you remember that he's the one with the drug dealer number. Yeah, <laughs> uh, someone driving you home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, Earth, your favourite planet. Mm. Um, I always thought Doctor Who should just, just once, mm. just fucking once, 
explain why 90% of Doctor Who stories are set <laughs> on the... When you can go anywhere <laughs> in space and time... Yeah. Obviously, in you know, in the early 70s, they did it for a couple of years. Mm. You know, they did it with, with, um, with, with Pertwee. Yeah. But just go... Yeah, they're... It needs all it ever needs is like one line to explain the other one being which they sort of like Neil Gaiman sort of did it which why does the TARDIS always take the doctor to where there's bullshit at? Yeah. <laughs> trouble yeah, yeah. And, and in the in the you know in Gaiman's episode like well I didn't I didn't take you where you wanted to go but I took you where you needed to lovely yeah oh yeah mm. that makes sense why yeah, is our yeah. life so you know so anyway. Or is this just have him go, it's cheaper? If you think about it slightly, you think the TARDIS loathes Doctor Who so much yeah. <laughs> it wants him dead. Yeah, yeah. Every single day. I want a Chernobyl Let me take you style. to the nearest death. <laughs> I want a Chernobyl-style inquest at the end of this series. Yeah. Doctor Ch giving a speech about why the TARDIS is so cheap. What I love is the idea that if... <laughs> That's right in front of a fucking like, trial the of the Time, time Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a list behind him. Yeah, bigger on the inside. That's really good. Really, Obviously. that's yeah. fucking brilliant. Well, so, like, if the TARDIS is like sentient, and like you say, always took you where you needed to go. Yeah, that means in Black Orchid, the TARDIS went. <laughs> the doctor need needs to, to be dropped off at a train station about five miles away from somewhere <laughs> where a twin brother is about to molest his husband's <laughs> wife. You <laughs> needed to go. He there. Needed, needed to get a fucking leotard. <laughs> Tough love. Yeah, it really is. No, the thing, what the TARDIS did, the TARDIS realised that the only way Adric could stop being hungry <laughs> was to take him to where there was an almost infinite amount of food in a buffet situation. It's the only time ever in the TARDIS's history where it actually didn't have enough room. Yeah. <laughs> when Adric finally rolled in that was all that story was about was feeding Adric <laughs> okay so, so we've established the TARDIS hates the Doctor yeah. <laughs> so our Earth you're playing it for, is it you know uh, so it's raining there's some weather jokes uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God you uh, uh, forget it memory about tennis erased nice um, there's some bit of umbrella disposal there's oh he just some, lobs it doesn't he he just bangs it it bangs <laughs> it out of <laughs> shot <laughs> but that's lovely that logic, Tom Baker is, stuff isn't it yeah it's just out of out of shot yeah. and no longer exists yeah <laughs> I love it. it doesn't exist anymore yeah. again something they could have done with Adric yeah <laughs> only throw him out of shot no longer exists yeah yeah there's some, there's a really good bit I I Dudley Simpson's music in the 70s yeah. just makes me feel nice and there's a nice bit of like <laughs> mm, nice uh, there's a bit of there's some there's some trees now uh, <laughs> Now this here's the th here's, 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 here's partly why I'm leading this episode. Mm. So where the stone circle that this is filmed in is the Rollwright Stones in yes. uh, in the Cotswolds, mm. and I've been there twice. And I the second time I went there, I took mushrooms <gasps> and camp wild camped there. Now, uh, dear listener, you're not allowed to camp there. So <laughs> uh, but I did I did a genuine I did a ritual in the middle of the Rollwright Stones mm. on mushrooms, um, and it was it, it was. It, the, the annoying thing about magic mm. is it's all kind of up here and high. it's actually quite difficult to explain but it was mm. here's the thing it was absolutely fucking lovely but when you see those trees that are in this shot mm. I stay, that's where I slept oh my god whoa um, and it was fucking beautiful and I, and, and I had a lovely mushroom experience mm. in this 4,000 year old stone circle mm. where Doctor Who had been and where Incredible. Clive 
Clive Anderson was there once doing a documentary. Um, Did the and stones walk out <laughs> on him? <laughs> Clive, you're the tosser, pal. <laughs> Clive, Clive. That's why you can never count them. Yeah. <laughs> Clive Dunn was once on top of the stones. <laughs> naked, so you don't panic. Don't These why. stones have been there since 10,000 BG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the I didn't... So it, it, the only thing I can really relate to the rituals, I did hallucinate uh, Tom Baker biting me on the lip. Oh, wow. Oh. Um, what, did you travel back in time and you got the dog? No, he was but... really there. It was annoying. <laughs> um, so then we have some we have some wobbly we have some wobbly Romana with mm. her <laughs> very nice shoes. Um, <laughs> and there's a sort of there's there's a there's a and then the doctor sort of you know oh it's a, we uh, but, oh but I didn't realise they were so primitive mm. oh but no you can track the sunrise and the moonrise it's just nice some good nice doctor being that circle. lovely yeah peasant. yes. Mm. Exactly that the kind brilliant of brilliant fun. Well, here's here's the thing you say about that. Here's a, I, had a, I had a revelation the other day. I attempted to watch Blake Seven again. Right. <laughs> and um, what I realised, Blake Seven, I didn't realise what Blake Seven made me feel until the, the other day. It's maybe my fifth attempt to actually <laughs> probably watch Blake Seven. And what Blake Seven is, is it's the opening couple of scenes from a new Doctor Who story mm. yeah. before the incredibly charming man turns out. Where the incredibly charismatic main character turns up. Blake Seven is, yeah. isn't space fascist? <laughs> <laughs> and you go, yeah. Uh, are you going to do anything about it? Not really. We're just going to race through it yeah. and you go is there anything else to this no um, and then Doctor Who is yes it's awful look at this wonderful old crumbly f- yeah and here's some information everything. about it yeah. here's why and learning about why stuff is fine and here's why being a yeah. nerd is okay and mm. exactly yeah. whereas yeah exactly. what, what um, Blake Seven does is it's the world before for instance Tom Baker comes in and sort of goes isn't this all nonsense and aren't yeah, I like, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. about me and like isn't this all nonsense because that's sort of what you need to yeah. buy into it it's yeah, the neighbours to Space 1999 yeah. that I got a tag on them <laughs> the Space 1999 yeah, yeah. people are like, no we don't talk to them are we going to bleep over Blake the moon seven? hedge? Or whatever <laughs> <laughs> Blake Seven does end very well. It does, yeah. That's quite Blackadder, isn't it? The ending of it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert: they all turn into puppies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert: they do a horrible Millennium special. Blake <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Seven back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have. Emilia Rumford. Yay! Who brilliant, does this brilliant, absolutely brilliant, 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 incredible. Oh, that's <laughs> so Tom Baker. It's more Tom Baker than Tom Baker. She's like yeah. Doctor Who. Oh, she's mm, so she's much like Doctor, Doctor Who's mum. Yeah. I mean, her dialogue for most of, of, of this episode is so William Hartnell. It's unreal. <laughs> she's trying absolutely to remember brilliant. it while yeah. she's saying I know, but she does it so. She, she pulls it, it off. She's just. Does, great. Just, that's just her nipples. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get to episode four. Yeah. We'll get to episode four. In, in there's a bit where she says in in fifth seventeen fifty four. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she also but, says, "Come back and I'll make you a cup of uh, tea." Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it just Another sort take. of adds to her um, yeah eccentricities, yeah. I suppose. It's very hard. Uh, she used to be that. Old. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. 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 She's absolutely. Right, let's not pussy fit around. She didn't know the fucking line. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. If, because she's brilliant. She's brilliant. Mm. Uh, and so, so there was a miscount of the stones. There's dried blood and quite a lot of it. Mm. And then we see Vivian Fay. Vivian Fay. Who uh, was Brown Owl. What Brown Owl? Uh, <laughs> Brown Owl. Uh, and then they talk about the, the BIDS, the British... Uh, in, oh, yeah, BIDS. The mm. British Institute of Druid 
Shitheads. Shitheads. Yeah. Okay. Shitheads. At this point, someone must be panicking because there's been so many, unlike a lot of classic Doctor Who, been so many women in this in this episode, barely any men at all, and you sort of think someone must be panicking. There must be a load of people at like the current Doctor Who fandom being like, also turning into. Are they going to do a calendar? Yeah. So then we, uh, we and, they, and, and they they discuss uh, Mr. DeFreeze, who's over the hill in the big house. Um, and then we have a little bit more. Uh, now those shoes, <laughs> they are not they are not suitable at all. No. And I did at that point have a, a sort of flashback to uh, the IT crowd. Like all women, she's shoe mad. <laughs> um, and then we have and we have and we have a bit of a nice bit of. Uh, I mean, it's cl- it's really clunkily done because it's written by a man. <laughs> but there is a little bit of. Uh, yeah, well, the doctor's a typical male. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he can regenerate, so he's not all that <laughs> typical. But, um, ah, and then so the doctor goes off to uh, to find Mister Freeze. Yes, and uh, and then you have uh, the and professors Darcy and Romana, uh, Romana with a big ruler. Yeah. <laughs> I still never know how this thing works. No. They still no. do this now. Yeah. They do this weird. So the so the thing knows what angle it's pointing at. That's the that's the key to it. Is this because I often hear the word theodolite? Is this where theodolite can't say that anymore? (laughs) 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 That's what you do. You dangle your theodolites (laughs) and you check the gradient of the. I don't know. Don't know, do we? We just don't know. It's a lot. It looks it looks fun, doesn't it? They, you know, I buy it. It looks like fun. Yeah. I must it look like being fun? a giant ruler. I must say, I there's something about this, this for me, watching like that video, especially with Outdoor location, maths. Outdoor things. Outdoor maths. I felt it's just lovely. It's such a cosy st- story, isn't it? It's just yeah. so yeah. nice. All and, the outside yeah. broadcast shots in this are brilliant as well. They look that they this look is so this well is recorded. and Because um, they, they were shot on video. Mm. And that yeah. means that the, they're seamless between the studio shots mm. and the entire... Yeah, yeah, so, so when they're clearly... Like, we know they... That, that must be a studio shot mm. but they mm. look the same and you can't see the difference yeah it's really good it's a really Doctor good very rare choice. in Doctor Who yeah, <laughs> yeah so rare yeah. it could either be all, all on film like Spearhead from Space which would be great <sighs> just all, just, or all on yeah. video and what they chose is the worst of all worlds which is really sharp video and then the grainiest of all grainy film when they're outside rather yeah. than just like have one that's all video yeah. like I don't know uh, yeah Sontaran Experiment and then one that's all yeah, film yeah. or something but that's that thing because I always when I was a kid I always noticed it Mm. And then I saw that the incredible society putting things on top of other things. Yeah, the Python. Uh, Python yeah. We're on film. Mm. <laughs> Gentlemen, we're surrounded by film. <laughs> it's, it's really nice. Yeah. So um so then we go so then we go to the big house. Oh yeah. And this is what I really don't understand. From a magical point of view, <laughs> right? Why are they doing another ritual again, but in the house and not in the stone? <laughs> it started raining. Yeah, just, yeah. And they're just going. Yeah, yeah, you're Get right. Your yeah, if you're not in the stones, why are you doing it's it? Really, yeah. And and, and, and you have again, to do it in your pants, you forgot your robes. <laughs> and, you know, when 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 Barry Letts wrote the demons, mm. he at least had the the, the the honesty to write Mary had a little lamb backwards. Yeah. And he, but they just go in Kaliak Which is sort of a bit Doris. Yeah. Like, you're expecting a cook upstairs going, It's fucking ready when it's ready. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a cauldron and there's a kaliak and very active druids and then nice of nice seventies baldness. Then at that point you have uh, the very Tom Baker's foot foley. 
And then a squeaky cat. And then Davis says, "He comes." The chosen one. Um, I haven't no- read the target novelization for this, but I really hope at some point it's like, he, he, come, he ejaculated. Or like, <laughs> there's some of those in there. Um, Don't get now, the pop-up version. <laughs> there's the line, uh, the line, nobody here except us druids. Mm. I know that's a reference or something, but I don't know what it is. Oh, nobody, um, nobody here, here about chickens. chickens. Yeah. yeah. What's that from? It's just an old saying people used to it's, say. Uh, yeah, uh, where it stems from, I don't know. But, nobody yeah. here about us chickens. Okay. Yeah. So, doesn't really work as a pun or anything, does it? <laughs> I think it's from World War Two. Yeah, that yeah. Anne Frank used to say it. <laughs> in, <her third> <laughs> in fact, the, the final entry in the diary is nobody here except us. Chi- <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in a row, Anne. honestly, Thank I mean, <laughs> Jimmy Carr has emboldened all of us. Yeah. The <laughs> idea that Anne Frank is in a. Sorry, surrounded by chicken. <laughs> so yeah. the uh, so uh, he spade the nine travellers. I'm sorry, everyone. One of the so, oh, someone died when one of the stones fell on him while he completed his survey. Which one? Yeah, it was yes. Keith. It was Freeze Keith. Definitely Keith. Um, <laughs> and then there's the the picture. The middle. Oh, the missing picture. Uh, oh, but that 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 little sequence is brilliant. Where he's going. This is, and there's no one there. Yeah, yeah. that's lovely. And I, that, I adore that. You think it's probably somebody's been beat And all you're looking at is David Travis. He's like, why was there no Christmas number one? That that's year? what oh, makes this Gary episode of Doctor Who brilliant, is that moment. That's yeah. such a role draw of Jimmy Savile. Nothing to see. <laughs> this, this episode of Doctor Who is is absolute, exactly what I want Doctor Who to yes. yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 My yeah. episode yeah. four fucks me off yeah. so much. But we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. Anyway, mm. so we have Lady Montcarn, Mrs. Trefusis, so there's missing pictures. Mm. She was... Now, right, if she was a recluse mm. yeah. who lived here for 60 years and never saw a soul... Yeah. Who done the painting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an offer it. She might have done it herself. Self portrait, maybe. Self portrait. Oh, okay, uh-huh. that's fucking great. Perfect. I like that. <laughs> they put it up. There. Um, never saw a soul. No. Um, then we have some circling crows. <laughs> um, and then a mug of tea mm. and some sandwiches. <laughs> uh, so, do you want to come? Do you want to come back to ours? Uh, they bring your friend along. Mm. Lynn, these are sex people. <laughs> <laughs> Five, isn't it? it really yeah. is. I mean, it really. There's. <laughs> <laughs> My earphones fell off <laughs> while you were downing a beer. Yeah, I um, we were to go back on the no, chair. Romana, <laughs> I'm just not going to move at all. No. No. Romana's not keen on going back nope. home with the sex people. No. no. Um, and then there's so we're, and then we're back in the house and there's ah, oh, there's a crow. It's, a, it's an unusual pet. Not exactly what you call a pet. Mm. That's a weird line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What do you want to call it? And then it and then it becomes it becomes suspicious because mm. De Freeze um it says I, think I still the, see you. I think he's the, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the, the only towel. bloke in Doctor Who we ever see smoking a cigarette. Ooh, Ooh. ever. Ooh. I think so. It is. I remember watching it going like, 
Well, that is weird. That and he... I think there's something po- points. I mean, we know he's. We've we've seen he's sort of, sort of mm. he's obviously a baddie, but I've never seen. I don't think there's only anyone else. See, right? I think I in Seeds of Doom does Mrs. Dukar does she smoke a long? Oh no, when, in well in City of Death. I was going to say yeah, the yeah, yeah. there are women smoking, but yes. I don't think there's ever a bloke smoking a cigarette. Bit Fisher Dr. is uh, his kinks again. <laughs> What's the one where um, Sills got um, half a wood bone hanging out of his arse? <laughs> oh, that was the party. So that's the, yeah. That was a, party. A, a fix for Sonterra. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask who put it there. It was Canine the kids on the... the uh, Canine with a spliff. It was the kids on the roller coaster eating their packed lunches. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm worried about time. John Aubrey in the 17th century, that was a joke. What's your interest in the stones? The stones are sacred, particularly Keith. Um, (laughs) I have seen her power, Doctor. And then he just says, come. Uh, (laughs) And then he bashes Doctor Who on the head. And then there's a costume. Uh, (laughs) And then he says, and then he says, after he's just bashed him on the head, he says, his blood is still warm. Yeah. Yeah. And that is why you failed your medical exam. <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't actually hit it with a fridge. No. So don't worry. Worst coroner ever. <laughs> so that also sounds a bit like any hole's a goal. <laughs> so yeah. that's basically consent, having warm blood. Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> then we have Romana uh, still in the stones. Yes. The doctor calling her. Yes. And, and I have like literally at that bit. That's where it looks exactly where I, I, I stepped. And then she takes her shoes off. <gasps> And we have more foot fetish stuff. <laughs> Loads of it. Yep. Cliff, unsafe. Oh, look, rocks. And then... Ah! <laughs> and then... Slippage. And then... What? <laughs> Baker refused to film it, didn't he? He refused to film a, yes. a possessed doctor. One, I think, because he was a bit bored of possessed doctors. Oh. So be, um, Two, he was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> what? Another scene? Oh, no, that says possessed doctor. he was wanking in his trailer. So is that what it was? They didn't want to show uh, the, the image of the doctor. The doctor, um, yeah. yeah there was a companion. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it is slightly unclear. And, and then uh, she has to clear it up a bit later. And also the problem is when they go to episode two, mm. the ledge that she's standing on, there's enough room to place yeah, snooker yeah. on that <laughs> Tom Baker said, he's like, I think if you see the doctor trying to kill his companion, that'll mean I only run for yeah. two series and I'll be better on Big Wrong Finish. Baker! <laughs> <laughs> Overall, people think I'm ill-served and... Yeah. So we begin episode two with a literal cliffhanging Romana, yeah. um, mm. a bit of day for night shooting, and some very, very, very wobbly CSO. <laughs> um, Leonard, <sighs> Leonard, I don't like this. Um, I've written <laughs> DOV sacrifice, I don't know what that was, and then Kaliak, demand for blood. Um, and then the woman who objects. Mm. I don't think this is a good idea. The actor who yeah. plays her is Elaine Ives Cameron. Oh. Who? David. Cameron can wife. <laughs> who can <laughs> absolutely fuck off because mm. she campaigned she was, oh. used to be a landlord <laughs> and she, might be cam- right. she campaigned against squatting oh. so yeah, yeah. bog off <laughs> um, so that's her <laughs> um, she will come and then we just, there's so t- t- Tom Baker is so good in the first two episodes of this and then he clearly gets bored right yeah. <laughs> but, there's, 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 but I hope that knife's been properly sterilised what an absolute oh, yeah, br- yeah, yeah, yeah. Really that is up there Love that's it. with canonical fourth doctor mm-hmm. um, and then we have the full on please come home and have sex with us right now, <laughs> Other other far inferior podcasts have gone lesbians uh, because they're homophobic cunts, um, <laughs> thinking that lesbian sex is somehow. <laughs> 
There's three different species involved in this. Okay, that's much more interesting. Where do you put your charger? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what happens down there? No. So, do you want to come up with us? Uh, bicycle does your carry out let's just do you want to come on the bicycle just, you know do you want a sausage sandwich yeah. come back for us on a sausage sandwich <laughs> you know, hop and on then, my nipple I'll get you home you know, <laughs> you, hold on tight that's just it's really sort of like mm-hmm. there's a lot of, there's an awful lot of it's all going it's on really, down near the stones you know, isn't it and then mm. and then you know Vivian LeFay says you know try try something new you might like mm. it. it and it's hard at first and it's all this it's incredible it's, it's I think it's great like I just I think it's like What's the Beryl Reed film where she's um, uh, she plays the nun, uh, but she's a naughty <laughs> lady in real? No, it's a genuine film. Beryl Reed, um, I don't know. Ah, oh, it's very, 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 very famous. What film. era is it? What sort of sixties? Uh, right. Um, Beryl Reed plays a woman who plays a nun on television, but in real life is a lesbian. Oh. And she's trying to hide that. Uh, okay. With Susanna York is her lover. Right. Um, but there's, there's, it's uh, Vivian Faye plays her like uh, Beryl Reed. Plays oh, nice. In this film, it's a really famous film as well. And why can't I remember? She reminds called. me a lot of Eleanor Bron in this. Yeah. Eleanor Bron is also in the yeah. film. Oh. As the other lesbian who tries to tempt Susanna York away. It's with that kind of semi-bandana. Is it the killing of Sister George? Killing of Sister George. Nice. Absolutely brilliant film, by the way. Because the bandana is worn by Eleanor Bron in both Doctor appearances in City of Death That's and right. Revelation of the Dark. Oh, yeah. It's identical. Um, do we think... I mean, okay, I'm interested in this. How much of this do you think is, um, like is meant to be there because I think we have this idea in our minds that Doctor Who pre pre new era all Doctor Who was written by like Paddington and like he was just like wouldn't it be fun but like do you I think, think it's I think it's fully there yeah I really do to be there particularly yeah, yeah. that scene yeah that that bit about like it might be hard at first but mm. try something I genuinely think it's do you think like, yeah I do yeah. I really do because otherwise he'd be going someone would go is this not it's not a bit like they're all trying to Mm. there are so many bits through it Mm. that are are kind of acknowledgements of this yeah 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 the fact that that Romana kisses uh, the professor at the end on the cheek have you ever seen Romana kiss anyone goodbye no No. and she says thanks for everything I mean yeah 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 I I I do I think what's so weird is that it sets up all this in episodes like one and two and then it's like someone else takes over yeah. <laughs> oh, it really is it's really like a hasty rewrite sort of oh, unless yeah, it was absolutely. literally like and I'm not saying it would be gratuitous <coughs> but if it just become this like beautifully tender multi-species like love and multi-generational story. as well yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. someone in their 20s someone in their 40s and mm. someone in their 70s yeah like it if it just goes w- in the TARDIS with that peach yeah <laughs> <laughs> if it did all just become that and just was really contemplative and quite weird then yeah. like can we just have we have a Wirren in there somewhere and can, can he put on a judge's wiggle or a barrister's wiggle <laughs> do you so, think that there's something just naturally fruity about the whole idea of sort of like blood magic and pe- of course it is pe- yeah, yeah. Mm. That, that maybe that lent itself into the writing that has some sort of connotation witchcraft and, and, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and sort of uh, not even that just the idea of just a bit more sort of Touchy feely. So even even without even without without Romana in any of this, what is the relationship between those two women? You know, but there's also. I mean, Alan Alan Moore. Alan Mm. Moore talks about this about how like. Um, there's a thing in sort of small towns of, of like turn almost like back in more homophobic times kind of turning a blind eye to the two women who've always just lived together yes. yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that and I think that's I think that's what they're trying to portray mm. yeah I mean you know there's obviously that thing in the, in the Curse of Fenric where um, 
uh, Millington and, and Judd uh, mm. uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. like they're supposed to be like ex sort of ex yeah. lovers mm. um, and when Millington like you know fucks him so much his legs, <laughs> his legs stop working <laughs> <laughs> but what about my chains <laughs> I told you, you we'll use them again he's full of cum up to the knee but yeah that was a <laughs> but that was you know the, the, the flask has got his cock inside it <laughs> Good God, the time it got fuck the flask. Anyway, um, but the th- no, but the point is, you yeah. know, RTD's gay agenda, which, which, I mean, any anyone who has any objection to fucking homosexuality in anything can fuck off, and yes. in Doctor Who can particularly fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's that's it's, why uh, I kind of yeah. I think that's what I find really interesting about this is it. Yeah, it feels like it's just like there's all these little plots and strands that are going to be seen, and then it's sort of just they are all uh, dropped like anything, and it's look, yeah. uh, my notes. Yeah, my notes for the fourth. Part of me likes it. Part of me hates it. That's the weird right, thing. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. I love it when th- when uh, the ethos of a story mm. gets debunked normally in Doctor Who because it's an alien doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and in this case, like, this is very much true. It reminds me a bit true. of Pyramids of Mars. Yes. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And I don't mind that. I mm. kind of like the fact that I'm led down this little alley mm. with um, blood magic and paganism and magic and uh, Celtic mythology. And then, of course, it turns out, no, it's just an But it, it, it just, if that, if that ending had been written much I don't better. mind the alien aspect. What I don't like is the Glittery, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me, r- let me like run through this, yeah. and then we can get to, we can get to that. Yeah. So, uh, so the gauge and blah blah. There's, there's a moor. Don't go on the moor. There's mine workings because even though it's filmed in the Cotswolds, it's mm. set in Cornwall. Uh, <laughs> yeah. to be fair, and there's more hues. And then, uh, <laughs> if only we had a dog. I have a dog. No, you haven't got a dog. You've got canine. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Is that all where it's all low angles so you don't see canine? That was actually the noise of canine squeezing a booby. Wow. You've got to have some some aggressive heterosexuality going on here (laughs) to balance it all out. There's no doubt that canine is pure hetero. So canine, the noise. Boy. <laughs> so you've always wanted to be a bloodhound. You can sniff this out, and he Bun. searches, and then there's one of those bits where canine's very obviously pulled on a string. Yeah, <laughs> it goes really fast in one direction. Be good if he went off, and then they couldn't find him for ages, and they went to an alley, and he was with a lady canine. <laughs> oh. He found the World Cup. <laughs> the sad bit where canine has to go over some loose scree. <laughs> can't do it no. and then suddenly he's on a railway track <laughs> Japanese bullet train <laughs> <laughs> off he goes canine <laughs> on rails <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a bit of mistress and then there's a really a, 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 a really nice sunset so Romana distrusts the doctor mm. uh, so they rescue Romana Romana mm. distrusts the doctor uh, canine does a check and uh, it's uh, it's definitely the doctor yeah uh, the third segment we're told has the power to transform objects or at least their appearance mm. and then Romana they go back to the TARDIS Romana gets changed lovely uh, and then into a, a, a really nice uh, quite subtle costume he says um, mistress I've checked this this being would put a sausage in his mouth for a fucking <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I like. I like. And not tell the police. <laughs> <laughs> I like assistants getting chained, going back to get changed. Yeah. Like in Death to the Daleks, Sarah mm. Jane Smith goes back and gets changed. Doesn't yeah. it? Quite, I like. It makes it feel the Tardis feel like an actual place. Yes. Like a yes. Hub of yes. Yeah. 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 A bit real. I like. Uh, that. And somewhere a- to do Ace something. Ghost proper. Light. Yeah, of course. Well, Ace yeah. Ghost Light. The, uh, I mean, the, doctor, the, the doctor should get changed from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <he> must, <laughs> it makes must sense. Fucking <laughs> stink. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. Be nice if Davros got changed once. Yeah. Maybe put some ice skates on. <laughs> 
did, did, did like an ice capade. <laughs> nice. So, nice, wasn't um, it? We, we've, got, we've got 50 minutes and right. three, yeah. uh, two and a half episodes. Yeah. So, yeah. Brrr, right, Romano changes. How's your interspatial geometry? How can a thing be one place and not in that place? <laughs> a, quite a nice bit of science fiction that, frankly, if it was written by someone better, would have been better. <laughs> Um, it's all right though. It's, it's serviceable. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a good canine think gag. Yeah. Yes. He asks canine a thing and he goes, jin, 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 jin. Mm. you don't know. That's nice. Mm. Um, then we have, um, uh, uh, d- d- uh, what's that say? Don't blame. I don't know what that's. Amelia <laughs> and Viv don't blame. Don't know what that means. <laughs> T. What's that? The rod shows that. So the rod shows them that the key to time is mm. there in the stone circle, but they don't know where it is. They don't oh, know where dear. it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh dear. Um, and then. Um, uh, show Romana your notes. Doctor gets to def- goes. To- so the doctor goes to defreeze again. Mm. Um, <laughs> I've got lots of research to show you. Hop- and here we go. Hop in the back. It will be a new experience for you. No need to worry. You may find it hard at the beginning. <laughs> Beautiful. It's good. And that's the thing. I genuinely. I would like to be the first first podcast that talks about this bit. Is like that's fucking great. Yeah. Like, you know. I love it. Um, the raven is gone. There's a th- then a threatening glowing stone threatens and smashes some glass. Now, I think, the, I think that the Ogri are both shit yeah. and brilliant. Yeah. Shit and terrifying at the same time. Yeah. 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 It's the sound. Mm-hmm. It sounds really um, good. But when you see them on the move, you can't help but laugh. Yeah. 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 And yeah. when they, and when they break go, doors, mm-hmm. yeah, when they break doors, they look like Mr. Blobby knocking over David yeah. Travis. Yeah. <laughs> but the sheer size and scope of them, and, and as a Doctor Who villain, there's something so upsetting about just a block of fucking rock yeah just smashing yeah. yeah. its way <laughs> they're like the Mitchell brothers of space <laughs> right got you yeah yeah there's something genuinely haunting about them yeah yeah I think really so, scary yeah. about them I remember yeah. being petrified by them some re- and some really good off screen screams mm. yeah yes. always more scary yeah, what's going on in yeah. the next field yeah, yeah. which yeah. is really scary yeah and then as weirdly opposed to when they come in and then you go oh not oh, as scary yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's and like then, oh Frank Spencer's here <laughs> <laughs> falling through oh. the window well the yeah. thing about what people don't realise the first episodes of Some Mothers Do Heaven mm. they intentionally didn't show Frank Spencer for nearly all of it yeah. to yeah. keep the tension yeah. of how <laughs> scary he would be good lesson they learned from and in episode yeah. 2 the Ogre's in it they do a whoopsie <laughs> on the cat but of course it's about 7 metric tons of granite so it kills it <laughs> the name of the next patient. Terrible. What's his name? Uh, Spencer, sir. Spencer? Spencer. Get, Famously, out! Get out! Famously, Frank Spencer didn't work very much. So <laughs> you only reveal him at the end. <laughs> so the doctor gets into the big house and, it's been, the th- th- and it turns out the Ogre can really fuck up an interior. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I mean, they really fuck up Bold Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, my assistant legs sticking out. That's yeah, really that's nice. Really good. And, yeah, really good. Set works brilliant in all of that as well. And, yeah. sc- and the doctor says his skull's been smashed to pulp. Smashed <laughs> to pulp. <laughs> so good. He should have put a finger in. This is this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is, yeah. Dead. <laughs> he should have said smashed to pulp like all the other common people around. Oh. Thank you. And then he, and then he, the, the, the headless corpse stands up and moons of uh, Michael moons, Jackson. Yeah, moons Michael he's there Jackson. for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so then, canine spots a, spots a trail, and then yeah. we really do have the silliest Mister Blobby attack. Yeah, and there's lots of, <laughs> and they're knocking over, and then we cut back and we have talk of sausage sandwiches and tea. Yay. Oh. Um, Euphemism. Then the gore, <laughs> and there's all sorts of talk about the gore set of prophecy, the triad, oh, yeah. bumpity bumpity. It's all a bit yeah. They try and throw loads of rich, mythology in. Rich dialogue. I'll be the professor of megalithic 
archaeology at Bangor. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, and all that sort of, uh, and then and then the the idea that the the land has always been owned by a woman. Mm. Again, it's sort of quite cool, interesting ideas. Yeah, mm, yeah. the superior and all that. So always, it's all women, all women. Some kind of sisterhood, uh, a convent that went the way of the flesh mm. um, by uh, cause of 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 uh, Henry the Eighth. Sisterhood um, of traveling bants. Nice. <laughs> and then, <laughs> brilliantly, the professor uh, gets a policeman's truncheon. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I, this is the thing: sausage sandwiches, a policeman's truncheon. Yeah. You know, she says, "Great, great, Scott." <laughs> and then we cut back, and canine has been smashed to bits. Hey. Yeah, full of paper. He's yeah. full of, he's full <laughs> of <laughs> shredded <laughs> documents, <laughs> isn't he? It's all the doctor's jazz. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, whatever you, Operation U Tree needed, it was all inside K9. How does how does? How can you basically K9 is a fucking waste paper basket? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. full of paper and but also rubbish. the doctor's got this wonderful Tongs. clippy tongue thing. Yeah. Yeah. Take out shredded. Does so, paper. Paul, does does fucked up K9 make you feel the same way as fucked up console oh, or point. not? No, not no, at all. Because K9 can get fucked. Yeah, K9. <laughs> I just don't care. Yeah. Um, great. So Messy then, console. Oof. No. We find then we find out that um, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the their silicon based life form. The mm-hmm. Yes. And they're globulin deficient, which is why they have to have blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they suggest. Then the doctor basically suggests putting canine down. Yeah. And <laughs> remove the cerebral cortex, which would be brilliant. <laughs> um, and, and I say that because because a bit where it's the last bit of energy Tom Baker puts into the story. Mm. He, goes, <laughs> he goes, brilliant, <laughs> and, and and it's not we're not why, and you can just see you can just, and what that is that's like he's. <laughs> So Baker's trying to get bored. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Why? I don't know. I'll just shut up for no good reason. He's um, because it's the big thing with Baker, isn't it? He absolutely loves he loves acting alongside. Like I think he was having real fun with this cast, particularly. Right. Then I think he's separated from them. Either I don't know how the, the shooting schedules kind of lined uh-huh. up, but yeah, he probably had a lot of fun on location. I think loca- I think the location's the thing. Mm. When he's on location, it feels new and it feels different. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, when he's in TV centre, yeah. he's just looking at his watch because he wants to get back <laughs> to the coach and horses. Yeah, like yeah. I really do. Yeah. yeah. Genuinely, listener, we are going to the coach and horses <laughs> yeah, after this. After we've recorded yeah. this podcast. It seems to be appropriate. Yes. So then, uh, brilliant. Um, <laughs> then we, there's a feathery bastard feeding the stones with blood. <laughs> I like that costume. Nice costume. Yeah. It's a uh, bit Ormond cheap, but I don't mind that. It's one of those. It's one of those ones that when I was Buzzed when it. I was buying books in the in the <coughs> early nineties, and there were pictures of stories I hadn't seen, and they were so evocative. They would have looked like that. Was yeah. One of those costumes. That Definitely. I really like. Um, and then we have that wonderful stone heartbeat. It's <laughs> <laughs> really genuinely. Nice. Frightening. It's right. Also, mm. uh, even uh, just in episode one, the pouring of the blood on the stones. Mm. That's genuinely yeah. terrifying. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. It's pro- liquid yeah. blood. They don't shy away from that shot. The That's blood right. doesn't. It's proper horror. A bit shoddy, proper fo- but it looks fo- proper. Fo- like, mm. oh, yeah. God, it's <clears throat> visceral. You can smell it. It's definitely, really definitely. good for Doctor Who. Um, have any of you seen the film In the Earth, by the way? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Is that Ben Wheatley? But yeah, yes. it's, uh, that's that's kind of a Has very. That sort of. Yeah, got exactly got the same, the same tone sort of earth magic <laughs> upsetting yeah. aspect. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Feathery Bastard feeding the stone blood, <laughs> and it's def- and so then the you can hear it's definitely uh, Vivian Faye's voice. I'm not sure if that's intentional, probably is. I think so. It makes yeah. you go, oh, maybe. Mm. Um, 
And then, uh, of course, <laughs> the missing paintings. They find the missing paintings. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and then, uh, beware the birds, <laughs> uh, which is... One way of th- thinking about it is uh, uh, beware the birds. <laughs> yeah, birds, geezers, birds. <laughs> We're feminists. The raven yeah. and the crow. And then, Come so on. they're looking for a secret passage. Sure, there's a secret passage. But hang on, beware the birds. Yeah. And then the doctor just goes, "Yeah, you definitely slide." He doesn't push it. Yeah. <laughs> he just slides it down. Knows exactly what to do. Yeah, yeah. Finds yeah. a priest's hole. Yeah, another priest. Yeah, opening up, opening up a priest's hole. He just thought it was a mini bar. Yeah. Why he opened it up so quick. <laughs> We then cut to the TARDIS with Ramonan and Ramanat Voretralunda connecting K9's bum to the TARDIS. To the TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we switch back to the priest hole, a dusty room with the paintings. I know that face, so you should. Mm. It's usually buried between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Romana has a look at the stones and then the phrase, Vivian, what are you doing? You're hurting me. <laughs> with your big rod. <laughs> Uh, she shoots her yeah, wow. with her long rod. <laughs> Pulsing rod. Then there's a what I can only describe as a cliched noise. Right? That. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, we're missing Dick Mills. Yeah. And Romana disappears. <gasps> and then, then there's this noise. Doctor Who. Doctor Who, not Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> not so much shoe bass this time, but a little, 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 little bit of shoes. <laughs> Back in the house! Ah. Vivian is all the people. Oh, the people. Oh. <laughs> She's been around for more than 4,000 years. She's the Kaliak. And then they're attacked by the stone, and I have no idea how the stone got in the hole. <laughs> yeah, how did, also, downstairs as yeah, well. Yeah. How they're did it go downstairs? They can't duck. Did it go, through a, did it go down a dumbwaiter? Did yeah. it, I don't know how that happened. But I do love that friend. little moment of that painting chair, that painting chair, yeah. that painting chair. Even the professor's like, do you mean that it's the it's all her, the doctor? going yes and she's going okay yeah I'll buy that yeah I love a character who meets a doctor who goes I'm buying it all with you I'm with you all the way how dare you doctor I don't understand doctor (laughs) what doctor she's just like good god Jiminy's God, sausages, well done. I like she's just with him. Well, I always thought she was a bit of a bitch. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was definitely something wrong with her. Yeah. Like the fact I've known her for 50 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> since I was six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was and she's my mum. <laughs> I mean, weird. I, I have a, I have a theory. So the thing, like the brigadier, I have a theory about the brigadier that we're seeing the brigadier story in reverse, right? Because <laughs> you first see him, you first see him going like fucking going. Yeah, it's, of course it's fucking. Of course it's, it's you know. This happens with him. Lo- of course there's loads of aliens. You know, <laughs> talking to Liz Shaw. Could, could look. Uh, have you any idea how many aliens just? turn up on Earth all the time mm. and then by the end he's going what? No! What? It's <laughs> pretty sure it's Chroma. Yeah. Like, why does the Brigadier get let believe in aliens and weirdness less? It's so the true that the Brigadier gets more incredulous as Doesn't he goes it? on. Yeah. He goes surely not. You're like, no! You've just no. seen all of that for the last what is it about websites. this aspect that you cannot comprehend? It's really annoying. It's bad writing. Yeah. Yes. So, um, 
Right, where are we? So they go outside, they're attacked by looming stones. Mm-hmm. Nice it's all bit. very Day of the Triffids as well, isn't fun, it? Really it's fun. really good, all the outside they're Coming from outside, stuff. bit of day really for night good. filming. Yeah. Um, it's and I lo- probably your final great TV line. It's impossible. Maybe it doesn't know that. Lovely. Mm. Beautiful. Very Beautiful. nice. Beautiful. In the name of science, we have to capture that rock. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, the rock, it should be pointed out, is mm. considerably faster than K9. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. really speeds it up. Because you know, it's, it's a rock. <laughs> <laughs> and then the bit where the professor really makes her, her pitch for being a companion. Mm. Yeah. I know you're under considerable strain, Doctor, but please keep a grip on yourself. As a <laughs> doctor, in, in, in the most McCoy thing Tom Baker ever does, mm. Pretends to be a matador, and uh, you just yeah. I mean, how, right, how, let's just think, let's, <laughs> let's think this through. I right? don't mind if he did that. What I hate is that. How do that in Horns of Nymon as well? Yes. Yeah. Which make which makes sense. Yeah, because they're bulls. Hang on. So how do these sense? Because it was bullshit. These stones. Do they? They're probably the sea. <laughs> and also, bear in mind, the stones have been there for 4,000 years. Do they not know that that's a cliff? Just there. It's just like, this is your house. This is where yeah. you live. Also, that's I a think, headache that will never end. Okay. I think, obviously, the stones were heavily inspired by cliff. <laughs> Beautiful. The feathery bastard makes a train. <laughs> so, a, I like the, the, the... Is that a train going past? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, just, oh, God. The, um, let them hear it. An ogre. <laughs> the matador thing has the cartoon logic of like the only thing wor- like weirder than that would be if Tom Baker had like pretended to be a barber yeah. and then got the ogre down in a barber's chair and like it was cutting his head. Then the bloody <laughs> ogre is funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Hang on a second. <laughs> or if you got another rock and put lipstick on it, yeah, and it's full yeah. of dynamite. Pretends to be a barber. Doctor <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretends to have a small shrubbery. <laughs> And tricks the ogre. <laughs> really, it's just such a. It's like a British. Oh, he has because that's the thing that makes sense. You do. Yeah. So the feathery bastard makes a shiny circle. She yeah. says that she's got Romana. There's a static electrical charge. Yeah. And I quite like that. Um, uh, it's quite a primitive force field. Yes, but effective. Effective. Lovely. Yeah. She's got yeah. a very effective ring. Mm. Count the stones, <laughs> beware the ogre. There are three missing. Oh no! What? Then we cut back to a really, I genuinely think a really good explanation for why the stones demand blood. Because mm. they grew up in a planet that was full of amino acids. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of primordial soup sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Gog Magog and some really good, like proper, now we're getting into sort of psychogeography and yes, London and all that sort of stuff. Do you know, do you have any trichim crystals? Then there's um, the wonderful... Um, uh, where, what, how, who? Uh, <laughs> then there's a tea towel. <laughs> so they build this. So they're building this thing, mm. and it and it and it, it looks like a massive knob. Yeah, it's got a tea towel on it. What is it with seventies Doctor Who and phallic like phallic oh cobbled God. together machines? That time monster. Tom Tit. Oh, the time. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> with the two, even those two balls as clocks, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clock weights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just really bad. Uh, so then we have this um, another bit of explanation mm. about hyperspace. What hyperspace is? K nine doing some serious mansplaining. Mm. Yeah. Um, but there's you know, but I don't I don't understand it. Who does? I do. That's a good joke. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> uh, then the time distortion effects. They're all the same. These physicists. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
I like that a lot. Uh, and, it's, and they're all there still in the circle. Yeah. May I ask you a personal question? Oh. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. Are you oh. an alien? And the doctor gives a weird, like, no. Right. I, you know, are you, are you from outer space? No, I'm more from inner time. Yeah. Inner time. That's a, I, that's a Tom Baker. That feels like a Tom Baker yeah. Uh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Because it's an annoying answer. Because he should go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's goes, a bit, oh. um, but I suppose he's always notoriously cheeky anyway, and uh, always slightly off the cuff with he everyone. Should have done the John so. Pertwee line. What's that? Hi, hey! just <laughs> knocked her out. <laughs> Show me your tits, and I tell you. <laughs> Doctor, do you mind if I hi? <laughs> Jesus, it's a bit Douglas. I kiddo. Akito. Saying the sport. Saying. You should never ever say the sport you're doing, should you? You shouldn't go around going, football, 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 football. (laughs) Golf! Just swimming, 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 swimming. What is. I I really want to watch you playing a round of golf. (laughs) Golf! Golf! To be honest, if I say it once, I'm really good. Hold him one. If you hear me go golf, 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 I'm not that good. Fucking Jesus. Very funny. So then we we have so we have a bit of so we have this explanation. Yeah. So basically, it turns out that there's there's something that exists out of normal time and space Mm -hmm. it's in the same location as the stones but it exists in hyperspace no one really understands it I do Uh, apart from (laughs) fucking canine um and then uh, they, so the doc, basically they make it. They make a gun, and what the gun is supposed to do is transport. That they don't quite explain it, but it transports them mm. from fr- between dimensions. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I between I always burp when I say that word. <laughs> uh, but isn't it stunning that the reveal about where it goes is, is the ship is literally just above? Yeah, them. really yeah. good. It's great. And but then, to get there is over millions of billions of whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. It is, but it's literally eight foot above the stars. Lovely. Yeah, really That's good. Beautiful, mm. really, really. I good. love that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and then a really nice thing, which is so mark your point on arrival, mm. so mm. you have to be back there in order to get back. Yeah, yeah. And they make, and that's just good writing. Mm. Doctor Who's <coughs> sciencey fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good fun. Yeah, uh, it's important. Thirty, there's thirty seconds. Then, it, then power it too. We'll turn it, yeah. turn it. Yeah. And uh, the final great one, great of molten metal. <laughs> <laughs> So good. So yeah. good. If 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 they use it for more than thirty seconds, and it will it will it will one great uh, molten metal. <laughs> and then the zero zero three three zero 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 zero. The doctor has an eyeglass at that point, which yes. is always good. Yep. Love that. And then ugly attack. Whoa. Canine defense. Mm. Then we have um, a stock dematerialization noise. Yeah. And then then a kind of weird Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, and then and now the story gets boring. Oh. Yeah. It's such a it's. Uh, it I could be know. great, but it, it just isn't. The story, like just at this point, couldn't have been... The idea of where they are now in hyperspace on a prison ship is brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I quite mm-hmm. like this And head. she's an escaped prisoner. Fine. Yeah. Absolutely. That's where it should have stopped. Yeah. It's run out of steam. That's where it should have stopped. Three-part story. Yeah. That, or 
something yeah. else. But the uh, anyway, we will get to it. But the, I do like the fact that as soon as the Doctor appears on the hyperspace, uh, and also it's lovely because we've had two episodes in the countryside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. all pagan magic and witchcraft, and I'll bloody kill you. And suddenly we're on a big white gleaming sci-fi yeah, ship again. Yeah. Mm. I love when Doctor Who will go, ha ha ha! Now it's this, and Doctor has the funniest line ever, where he immediately appears to Romana and just says, "All change at Venus for the Brighton line." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so Absolutely beautifully lovely. Tom Baker. That's brilliant. And so we, so we now, <clears throat> so we're now on a, an, on a white spaceship. Yeah, that looks a little bit John Nathan Turner, nineteen eighties. Yes, uh, uh, in a in a in a sort of purple haze. Vivian Hay, Vivian Faye is now silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Romana is in prison next to the best robot I've ever seen in Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I think the, I think the face is genuinely. I think the face is from Sarah's android face from yes. uh, Android Invasion. Ah. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just looks great. I yeah, love it, it does look good. great. Uh, so uh, the doctor then so uh, rescues mm-hmm. Romana. Yeah, they investigate and they open doors and a rubber robot falls out. Yeah, and then a rubber corpse falls out. <laughs> yeah, um, and then sort of uh, uh, your friend doesn't look too well. All that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Uh, um, and then um, oh that was slightly out of order but you get what we're saying yeah. Romana yeah, we're denies the-, the the reality of hyperspace like a late brigadier <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the end the brigadier didn't believe in like just basic army stuff did he he was like anything. that's a f- some kind of flying <laughs> yeah, thing how I think do you make point- the metal come out of that tube <laughs> come off it doctor how can a man who's seen everything get to a point where he denies pockets <laughs> There's the juice book. of apple coming out of my stomach. And then we have we have a bit of ADR when they they do a bit more, and then they get to, onto a computer with some lovely graphics showing that the ship is just above the stone circle. Yeah. Beautiful. I really thought the Doctor would go, "It's a prime." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then why is it stopped here? There's plenty of fuel. Uh, oh, it's the third segment. And then there's a shot of the ship that l- is the most model-looking model looking <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Afraid so. And then back at the circle, so many lasers. There's the laser from the gun, and there's Vivian Faze. There's all sorts of lasers. Yeah, it's all lasers, going lasers, on. Lasers. Mm. There's the canines. So Vivian Faze on the ship. The canines laser. Uh, um, and then the professor talks about the Dunkirk spirit. The Ogre oh. leaving. Uh, recharge with Globulin. And then we have the Campers. Yay! The Campers. Now, I looked up who the Campers are, yep. and they yep. are James Murray, who, and I quote from IMDb, died in the late 70s oh. from a drug problem. Oh, oh. no! Oh, God. Poor He's lad. killed by a stone. So he got the- stoned to death. I, th- I think <laughs> hey. it, was, it was Beatrix Lehman that got him onto smack. Um, <laughs> so there are two people in this, uh, in this one that didn't make it to the 80s. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah that's, that's right. That's right. Well, Beatrix Lehman died oh, yeah. in 1979. And then the other one is Shirin Taylor, who you barely see, but she was Jackie in Coronation Street for two years. Well, she's also she's in the Little and Large show. <laughs> um, and Good she's honor. also in Dragonfire. Oh, Whoa. she is plays she? the customer that Ace calls Ballbag Face. <laughs> Is that the mum of um, I think Bill it is. Yeah. yeah. I find that little campsite scene so disturbingly upsetting. It's, yeah. They it's come so out of the tent. I think that wasn't here yesterday. That's weird. So she touches it and oh, she we? cannot no. remove her hand that hand because it is yeah. being absorbed. Absolutely. It's that turned into a skeleton. Just bright red and then screaming. And you're like... And then nothing to... They've not been... Their job is purely to die. Your job is to die here. But being stuck... Because that's the thing. We haven't seen previously how the stone... How the yeah. kill people. I should say at this point that my most prized Doctor Who possession. Oh, so Dapol, you know yeah. Dapol. Yes, yeah. They made a um, prototype Ogri. 
get away. No, and I've got it, but there was a fault with it. Mm. They put two arms on it, like the Davros. <laughs> um, Arm yeah, two, but two arms, like the Davros <laughs> one. Like, right? And so they only made. <laughs> they only went oh. to prototype. Like Lisa Simpson when she's playing when she's Idaho. Lady, yeah. lady, <laughs> lady, ladies and gentlemen, and the gender progressive who are listening, that is the nichest, nichest Doctor Who reference. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so that's who they are. Uh, the um, the campers. Hello, campers. Mm. Now, yeah, just dead. Hello, dead. dead. Oh. Um, I'm trying to find where <laughs> I are in the thing. The model, the model campers. Uh, it's definitely the tent from Nuts in May as well. <laughs> oh, it can't be. It, no, it's if it's not the same actual one, it's literally yeah. the same model. Mm. Yeah. That, but Keith but and, I think Keith and also Kevin if you want to carry on camping, it's probably the same. Oh, maybe. And then, tent. then a, a lime Because that's all they had then. <laughs> a lime green brown <laughs> you know pink yeah, yeah, shot. And maybe. Was, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Pat, he says. Um, <laughs> uh, Mike Reed. And the stone, the stones are yeah, it's really, it's good. It's really good. Maybe it's a joke. And then it's really, it's so good. Turn into bones. And then we're, <laughs> then we're back yeah. on the ship and they're mm. investigating and there's a Wirren. Um, there's a convict ship. Open it. And <laughs> Dog 2 just smashes it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then we get the sparkly bastard uh, or as I like to call the Sue Gray Inquiry <laughs> <laughs> it's the anti-Mardi Gras camp confetti <laughs> Magara Justice Machines who to me sound like Terry Alderton's inner voice stuff. <laughs> yes um and, uh, and there's a really good point where they're chatting and chatting and Doctor Who just fucks off like a three-headed knight in Holy Grove. Yeah. He's, he's, he's buggered off, so he's he has. He's scarfed. <laughs> uh, then we're back to the stones. Uh, t- so it's time to switch on. Mm. And then um, Vivian <laughs> Vivian blows up the dick machine <laughs> in, in an act of pure symbolism. <laughs> then looks to camera <laughs> and tells the Ogri to come. <laughs> I command You've you been to all come. Cock blocked. Yeah. Come. It's another JOI. Anyway, then we back to the ship. Let's run away. Um, waiting for the switch on, and then Viv and the stones appear. Yes. Mm. Oh dear, you're trapped in hyperspace forever. <laughs> really bad. Um, that one. Yeah. 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 You're trapped on board a ship, and you're like, no, he's Doctor Who. He won't. He'll, yeah, he's, he'll be he's off in about away, four think. minutes. Yeah. yeah. The doctor, you know. So the doctor's been tried and sentenced to death. Uh, so, so it's like, now, here's the thing. Uh, all I'm going to say at this point is that everything that the Megara say, if you if you put your shoes on in the wrong order, you're sentenced to death. If you yes. blink too much, yes. just let's hold that. Just hold that thought for the moment. And you're sentenced to death. Machines. You're sentenced to death. You're sentenced to death. You're sentenced to death. Uh, the doctor demands the right to defend himself. He appeals. <laughs> There's a, a, a horrible noise, um, and he sounds like Richard Murdoch. I don't know what that means. I don't know what I thought no. when I was writing that down. <laughs> now, before we oh, did no, this, oh no, I know. Sorry, oh, sounds oh. like Richard. Murdoch. Oh, I know what it is. There's a bloke, Richard Murdoch, who's in um, Men from the Ministry mm. right. on the radio, and he's in the first series of Black Adder, uh, oh, and yeah. one of them sounds like him. It's <laughs> <laughs> more interesting if you know who he is. Yeah. Um, now, before we came to do this, John and I were discussing about the Megara, mm. these sort of whatever they are, metaphysical. I mean, they call themselves justice machines. Yeah. Mm. But they're sort of sparkly, sort of ethereal thingies. Mm. Um, when the Doctor takes, uh, um, lets them out of the room. Mm. Are they in jail as well? Oh, the, yeah. Because it looks like it's a prison ship in hyperspace. And they have been trapped in one of the... It looks like they've been trapped. Like, they've obviously because done their something thing, terrible. Their thing, has a, their thing has a different... Has a seal. And he's, yeah. And he's right. So is it that they're just travelling along like, like with it? Like a cryo chamber? Yeah, 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 it, yeah, it's but, not that important. It's just... 
it just made me think are they criminals as well i mean well? the thing is at this point you know we sort of i know that on this podcast especially we sort of talk about tom baker and stuff and you get bored but when you sort of when you have, you're on this bright white set and they're just going and it'll be there yeah, yeah. And, talking on it and we'll add it all in later you would just make yourself like entertain yourself wouldn't you because mm. you sort of you Trust it on them. Well, Tom does because Tom gets put on trial now, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has his wig and stuff. So he pulls out. Yeah, he <laughs> got a wig in his pocket. That's so beautiful. <laughs> he pulls out a wig. Absolutely. With next to the toffee apple and the yo yo. Yeah. <laughs> so it's punishable by death. Mm. And then and then we go back to the stones. Professor Rumford is fixing the fucking machine. Yeah. <laughs> um, Doctor calls Viv. Viv calls the silly rocks Megara. We know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some lasers. Uh, the dead creatures, it turns out, are the cops. All cops are bar. So there's actually <laughs> there's a there's a cab there's a cab graffiti in yeah. the back and that bit. And <laughs> Doc's asked for the Viv. Then Doc asks for, the, for 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 Viv to 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 be assessed, the mm. assessor, the mm. truthifying machine, and he's denied for reasons that are not particularly clear. We go back <laughs> to the circle. There's guns, and there's a circle, mm. and then R- then Romana is transported <laughs> from there with completely inexplicably a scary rock. Yeah. Yes. yes. Viv agrees to the truth, Ray. Mm-hmm. Then there's some cottage creeping. <laughs> is, is, is there in the cottage where Romana works at that? Uh, works at Vivian's identity because she hates lemons or something. Yes, yes. Yeah. that's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yeah. So, so Viv didn't like. <laughs> Viv didn't like. Yeah, didn't like. Didn't like you going. Mm. Viv. Viv is questioned. Yeah. Uh, we do not make mistakes. And this is another nice bit. How do you know you've been locked in that capsule for four thousand years? And then the doctor says the word fluff a thousand times. <laughs> could be fluff. Could be fluff. Might be fluff. <laughs> also, I just kept thinking you broke the seal, which is what happens when I first go for a wee on a. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor then so the doctor then so there's a nice cottage creeping blah 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 you broke the seal the doctor then calls the Megara as witnesses ooh, ooh can they do orthodox. that I strictly you <laughs> he strictly told you to be orthodox <laughs> then, we, then, we, then we hear about the citric acid which is very nice uh, Vivian Faye is allergic to citric acid and certain meats <laughs> um, and oh that's because her blood is different her metabolism is different she's ooh. a alien I'm, I'm an alien <laughs> then we have catchphrase within a catchphrase <laughs> <laughs> then we have Doctor Who pacing furiously, being unorthodox. Um, asks basically asks the Magara what they were up to. Mm, yeah, and then um, yeah, then there's some really like exposition. It has to be a G class planet. Blah blah blah. Oh, yeah, very you know. And the Ogre is approaching. Ogre smash. Then <laughs> then it turns out that it's 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 the Cesare from Diplos. It's her. <laughs> Ask anyone in Boscow and you'll they'll know who they'll I know. am. Mm. And then there's a gun. The gun set up is back. Uh, and then, uh, and then, blah blah blah. And that's Prepare when Romana is, goes to it just as it's ready to go, right? And she just happens to be on the spot she needed to be on exactly yes. the moment they. Yeah. And then takes the yeah, and then yeah. takes the fucking things with her. Also, the Magara keep talking about the, uh, the sentence will be death. And mm. Yes, the sentence will be death. And, and um, they just turn her into a rock. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this is we get into that. We get into yeah, that. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. This you, you you sneezed during the summing up. <laughs> Absolutely, prepare to die. So the doctor, so the doc, so, they, so prepare to die. And the doctor says, you know, do you not can I not get a last toffee apple? Yeah. Oh. And then and then he's suddenly holding hands with Vivian Fay. <laughs> Like he's fucking suddenly teleported across the room. <laughs> he's holding, it doesn't get explained. It no, doesn't get picked no, up. No. And then 
Right, so the doctor tells Megara to reach her memory cells. Why could they not have just yeah. done that at the beginning? No, because she needs to be unconscious because they can't right? do it. Uh, she's uh, right. Yeah, they do explain. We cannot do that if some, someone is conscious. Uh, and oh, that's good. There, that's la, la, la. what you really want from your justice system yeah. is right. uh, a lack of consent. <laughs> yeah. <That's> consent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Romana's back. Great. But also completely inexplicably the, the augury. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you are, then they accuse her of impersonating a religious personage to wit a Celtic goddess. <laughs> And it's exactly as Paul was saying. Yeah. Whereas every little minor infraction in your sentence to death, <laughs> sentence to 1,500 years, then <laughs> theft of the great seal of Diplos, Diplos. Imprison imprisonment. Mm -hmm. yeah. She pulls a very stupid face. <laughs> <laughs> and then back to the stones and she's turned into a stone turned into one not before stones. Tom gets her necklace stone. which is the key to time they that's right oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yes. Tom yeah. grabs which was never clear at all no. for <laughs> the entire <laughs> imagine watching right there. this once <laughs> <laughs> do you think <laughs> that a week even, in between each episode even the doctor at that point guest yeah, right. yeah um, it's got to be that yeah. either that or your hair yeah. I don't know <laughs> or your knickers or the yeah. I just don't know the headscarf maybe yeah. <laughs> then the doctor and then in a bit that it makes sense but only <laughs> just the doctor <laughs> sends the Megara back to Diplos mm. oh because I did that earlier Oh, yes, yes. And then, oh no, the nine, because there's now, because there's Vivian Faye is a stone, mm. the nine travellers need to be surveyed again. Mm. And then there's, a, and, you know, she's all excited. Goodbye and thank you for everything, says Romana. Yeah. Kisses her. Yeah. Then we have a nice dematerialization oh. circle. Yay. And she says, I do have my academic reputation to consider. She does. Oh. Also, in that last lovely. scene, mm. her nipples look like. <laughs> and it's very upsetting to talk about. But she does literally, they're like chapel hat peg. <laughs> like the doctor could hang his scarf off them. Maybe because she's just excited about the adventure and seeing the TARDIS <laughs> dematerializing. But they are literally. Well, that's one of, those are my favorite moments, I think, in Doctor Who with John. Nipples. The, the nipples. Okay. The nips, it's all about the, the nips. The post dematerialization quip from your guest character. Yeah, yeah. You watch the, the TARDIS goes, take. Fuck me! Yeah, yeah or someone just go. <laughs> Rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> well, pathetic. Think where I pathetic. Did, where did that go? It was here first. <laughs> Blue gone. Yeah. Right, if you want to make it that basic. I love it. You know, uh, just like there's always like one middle manager person who's like doesn't believe the doctor all the way through. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm going to fucking we... kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, they're back in the back in the. Fucking yeah. little box room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the key, get the key to time out of the fridge. Yeah. And then, is Earth always like that? Oh, sometimes it's interesting. Mm. And then, and then, and then we literally we end on the Doctor is shit at puzzles. Yeah. 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 And then it goes. <laughs> 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 and that is the stones of blood. Stones of blood, everyone. Well, well, we got to do two things. Number yeah. one, we got to score it. Yeah. Uh, we got to score it out of something. Yes. Andrew, what should what we would you like? A sausage sandwiches. Sausage sandwiches. So out of a hundred sausage sandwiches, you yeah. need to start. Uh, our fine friend. I find this very difficult because mm. it's such a mix. I f I hate that last episode. <laughs> um, I and then the first episode. I think I would give it. 55 55 that's low because it just uh, honestly I hate that like, it, it just the I'm actually going to I'll go up to 6 I'm going to go up to 6 because okay. okay. there's elements of it that I really like but I can see Tom Baker getting bored I yeah. can see the budget yeah. going away I yeah. can see there's, there's elements of that late 70s 
you know that the late John Baker era that I can just start to annoy me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It obviously gets to kick up the arse when you know when uh, Lala Ward gets there. But it, mm. so, it, but it, it it's nearly it starts off being so good. Yeah, and then it yeah, yeah. just goes bright shit. Yeah, yeah. So how many sausages? Sixty. Sixty, 60 sausage sandwiches, uh, Tom. Um, yeah, it's a weird one, this, because um, I, I often get it confused with Image of the Fendal, which mm-hmm. I think does a better job of keeping the cons- like the tone that it sets consistent all the yeah. way through. Right. There aren't, you know, it's not a perfect one, Image of the Fendal, but I think it's, I prefer it in terms of those kind of things. And go off. This is like watching Carol and then watch, and then suddenly in the last 10 minutes of Carol, you watch Megloss and it just feels like <laughs> you don't know what. But I'm going to, I think I'd go a bit higher, maybe I'm going to give it 68 because I do love the pastoral bucolic yeah, I like seeing Tom Baker, you know, rollicking on hills and everything else. Yeah, I, I do enjoy that, um, Mr. John Rain. Um, I really like this one. Yeah, I I like the fact that it's inconsistent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's the best of Tom's stuff. Uh-huh. Sometimes ah. it'll go north and west. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really like the professor. I think she should be his companion forever. Yeah. But she only <laughs> had a year to live, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a series that would have been. Yeah. <laughs> The right man would have appeared as well. You stay in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what's that? You're regenerating. That's weird. Okay, (laughs) you go. Master, why is your assistant covered in drips? (laughs) (laughs) Why is she tied to a bath night? Um, Shut up! No, I really, I really like it. I really love the uh, law machines. I think they were brilliant. I'd watch a whole series of. <laughs> going around space, um, so I'm going to give it quite. High. I'm going to give it about 85. Whoa. Wow! Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Paul um, Ulysses Litchfield. Um, mm. Well, this is. A, I'm so glad that Andrew uh, d- decided to join us uh, for this segment of the key time to talk about Stones of Blood because I'd already chosen personally to talk about Stones of mm. Blood. It was a favourite of mine. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think there's something about growing up in the countryside, like I did, where I find the home. Um, you are literally in Devon and Cornwall, where I'm from, surrounded by all that sort of stuff. And it's woven <coughs> into normal life. Mm. And it's perfectly normal. It's when things like the Blair Witch Project came out. Um, people from the country just went, yeah, it's sort of all right. But <laughs> city people were terrified mm. because it was so alien to them. Whereas when you, I grew up walking through dark woods at night, mm. yeah, yeah. a perfectly verbatim thing. It's not frightening to me. It's just a normal yeah. Well, you had the, the Lego chickens and the used Johnnies. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's, there's all sorts of horrible <laughs> things. <laughs> but that's, that's, essentially, I grew up around it, so I find um, episodes of Doctor Who that tap into those aspects I love so much. Um, mm. we've t- uh, You briefly mentioned Image of Fendor, and Stones mm. of Blood is the same thing. I find it amazing, the mythology and blood magic and all that sort of stuff is really good. And then to flip it on its side and go, ah, aliens, really, mm. is brilliant. But then to flip it again and go, we're too glittery fuckwits, <laughs> judge jury that's when you go Ugh. Mm. but I won't be annoyed about it just for that because I love again with City of Death when things just go one way and then they flip and flip and flip and flip yeah. and just go that's when Doctor Who is at its best when it's not just in set in one place it travels around different locales mm. and different times and different whatever and is myth, myth and alien I'm going on too much I'm going to give it 80 I Whoa. love wow. oh, also for um, all the characters in it it's brilliantly character driven mm. um, not just from Tom and not just from Mary Tam but also from the Professor and Vivian they're, re- they're all really good in this even right. um uh, the guy who gets killed who owns Ghastly Grange he's yeah, only yeah, in it for yeah. one episode he's also brilliant mm, Mr Freeze yeah. uh, I'm going to sorry race through correspondence quickly because we've yeah. had oh of course um, uh, what's the score there? Two the score? Nine, I make it 293 good for, god uh, thing. 
We all good? No rush, no rush. Thank you. Oh, okay. Very kind. Huge score. Huge score. Huge score. Well mm. deserved. Um, correspondence. Right, so, correspondence for first from Tim, <laughs> Tim Coleman. He simply says, Ogri, 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 Oi, Oi, Oi. Perfect. Lovely sound. <laughs> Chris Williams says enjoyable if odd pick and mix of a story starts yep. off hot fuzz with satanic Hank Kingsley and ends up galloping galaxies Romana is a natural cliffhanger at the end of part one thanks mm-hmm. to the nice use of C S O I also oh. like satanic uh, Hank Kingsley yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm, I, I'm gonna have to run to the toilet oh, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you run to the so toilet you carry on with your it's only correspondence on anyway yeah. <laughs> sorry lads I promise uh. I'll be back no, Why did one of them go to the toilet during the correspondence? <laughs> How did they know? Dear BBC. <laughs> oh, God. Marcus Brickstock's going to be all this. <laughs> I've listened to a podcast. Someone go to the toilet in it. Um, <clears throat> Martin says mm. Stone the Crows, Glow the Stones. Stone the Crone. <laughs> oh. Stone the Crone. Beg your pardon. Sorry, Martin. Uh, Leonard the Druid, who's raven mad. Nice. <laughs> the painfully slow talking professor aggregates an aggregate. <laughs> Canine goes circuit training, and the doctor is subject to the wildest court drama since drama since my cousin Vinny. That's an excellent. Comment. That's really good <laughs> comment. Yeah. Dense bit of correspondence we've ever had. Yeah. Uh, Tamara Bumdia. Paper between any of those. <laughs> <laughs> Tamara Bumdia says yeah. they are having so much fun in this. It's entertaining. Classic Who. The Ogre hilarious, and you too will believe that a robot dog can do anything. <laughs> uh, Bobby Peru says the hundredth story of Doctor Who, mm. and what better way to celebrate than consistently showing off a braless nipples for seventy-five-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> The Ogri weren't, only, weren't the only rock hard thing I can tell you, Doris. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew F says, a neat and really atmospheric story, yep. which gets sillier and sillier as it goes on. But I love it all the same. Mm. I'd happily watch several seasons of Tom Baker, Beatrix Lehman, and K9 travelling the cosmos. They're so good together. But as um, Andrew pointed out, she only had a year to live. God, so. real- <laughs> maybe it would have. Maybe that gig, that gig would have, you know, kept her going. Kept her going. Yeah. Oh God, they'd have just dumped her in a skip at the end. <laughs> um, you know, they liked wiping things in those days. <laughs> You're looking after old people. Uh, Barnaby Sultan says, This one traumatised me so much in 1979 I was too terrified to watch parts three and four. A bit embarrassing as I was 25 at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Becky says, Tom Baker was so infatuated with Beatrix Lerman Mm. that upon completion of the story, they travelled the world solving mysteries. He only returned because on arrival at Cairo, he lost Beatrix in customs and never saw her again. She was last seen sailing down the Nile on a pedalo. I don't know why you even... Sorry, Becky. <laughs> Not up to your usual standard. <laughs> uh, ben Thomas said, oh, God. Oh. I've always thought the BBC missed a massive trick not spinning this off into a sapphic odd couple 70s sitcom. She's the silver space Hitler. She's the ar- archaeologist with a face like... <laughs> face like Auden's nutsack. <laughs> They're Rumford and Faye with friend Norman the Ogre who lives next door. Played by Arthur Mallard. <laughs> Norman, Amelia's boss, professor, played trees due round for supper at five. Where's the chef we hired to cook the dinner? Did you drain him? Yes, my dear, you daft cunt. Oh. Uh, uh, Darren McKay says the realization that the augury quite wasn't quite up to stra- scratch. Mm. Yeah, but the idea of ancient stones that drain the life of you is deeply unsettling. Ah. And that scene with the campus is the purest moment of horror in classic Who. Yes. 
My favourite of the KTT season. Mm. Ah. Uh, Real Mark Hevingham says, Great first two episodes, but in the trial in hyperspace, mm. it is so protracted to the point of nausea. Regulars and Miss Rumford are great with a lovely role for the villainess. <laughs> I'm st- still thinking about... <laughs> <laughs> Ray Jordan's nuts. <laughs> oh, dear. I think we all are. I think we all are. Uh, Lisa McCall says I love the folk horror feel of it and Professor Rumford is just delightful she and K9 make a great team uh, Colour Horizon reviews Colour Horizon oh, see you can just do correspondence they're just nice observations you don't yeah. uh, you know yeah. feel let's be disgusting <laughs> yeah. uh, Stones of Blood is the horniest Doctor Who ever <laughs> Professor and Vivian are a couple yep. the pair in the tent were defo shagging yep. <laughs> and DeVries is chief of the local doggers go to the local stone circle at night and you're more likely to see a bukkake party than a human sacrifice <laughs> See, going back to what you said a minute ago there. Uh, Andy Parkinson says, my favourite Key to Time episode, lots of brilliant dialogue. Tom is clearly infatuated with Beardrix Lehman. It's just an enjoyable story. Yes! E.S. Isos Kramer says, a wonderful little folk story that suddenly drops the ball in the last part, becoming a static lore drama or a grubby set. Professor Rumford is the best companion who we never had. I disagree. I'd say Duggan. Duggan best. is very good. Duggan and her, even better. Oh, <laughs> he could practice his boxing on her nips. <laughs> <laughs> the, random, the random scene of two campers being murdered by the stones is one of the most terrifying in Who. It's up mm. there with survival in terms of civilian body, body count. Yeah. Uh, Anna Thomas says, Canine getting his head kicked in by the <laughs> shuffling penis rock is the all-time highlight for me. <laughs> Socrates says, um, I love this sort of English countryside folk horror dressed up as sci-fi. Mm. You get it in Fendal, Yay. Mm. Uh, Demons, and I would argue in Seeds of Doom, Pyramids, Fenric, etc. Yeah. Mm. It's what the BBC can do consistently well, producing a wonderfully creepy atmosphere on a limited budget. Yeah. And finally, Gavin Lucan says, Amelia Rumford is one of the finest companions we never got. It starts creepy, ends in nonsense, but it has some great fun along the way. Do you want to say when people, there's someone else saying she would be the great companion, do you want to add the the thing that she didn't last out? Well, she only lasted another year. Yeah. (laughs) Poor lady. Poor lady. (laughs) I mean, Michael Grade would have loved her. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Um, listen, um, thank you so much, Andrew. It's so, um, this is the second time now. Thank Hopefully you. this one <laughs> will go out. Please look after it. Did we press we press record? Did we? Uh, yeah. 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 Don't Definitely leave, there this don't, time. Yep. Don't leave the tapes in a taxi like Jimmy oh. Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, we obviously end with plugs. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Yeah. I have a Patreon mm. uh, where every month I put a load of like sketches and music and nice. things out. Mm. Um, so it's Patreon dot com slash andrew o'neill i'm also um sort of gigging and on tour and stuff again doing the edinburgh fringe Yay. basically if you like what i do find me on the socials uh, every every live show i do ha- well every solo show i do has a, a, at least one doctor reference in it there's two, there's, <laughs> there's, there's two in the new one nice. um and yeah, uh, you know, also, I, I would say, because these guys don't say it enough, if you like Weezing Groaning Pod, uh, tell people, because I, I absolutely fucking love listening to this, and it's a, it's a joy. Oh. Thank you for having me. It's a joy to oh. be here. Oh, but like, tell, but it's word of mouth, it means, because there's so many podcasts, and there's so many, like, baseball cap 
comedian based podcast. <laughs> You know, and and if you if you like, I think I think this one I think this one's very I think this one's very different. My favorite breakfast. Oh God, just. <sighs> but like, I think this one's special, and Aww. and I've I've tried. Honestly, it took me it took me so long to find a Doctor Who podcast. It didn't just fucking annoy me. <laughs> so, a because a just getting everything wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much of that, and and, and B, B talking about Doctor Who. B, you know, talking about just relentlessly talking about Doctor Who. <laughs> and not oh, just, I'm not just trying to be as funny as possible with <laughs> with Heidi High references. <laughs> <laughs> So tell, so you know, so look, I want you lot at home, or I mean, you're probably not at home, are you? Probably on the bus or something. Plug, <laughs> plug, plug this. Tell people about this. Yeah, give us a nice review or something would be uh, yeah. always. We just we like haven't had an iTunes reviews for ages. Not since that bloke said that we were all children and we shouldn't be on a podcast. We should, yeah, well, and then you oh, told wow. us Tommy got mentioned in Doctor Who magazine, so that to me was I was mm, yeah, we did. Fuck, I was that's like, brilliant. <laughs> I think so. That's it. I'm done. I'm really happy. I'd also like I to record mentioned. my my request to do the demons when you do the demons. Of course, well, yes. Oh, yeah. you, you Another might, one that got deleted. Yeah, you're our special correspondent really? for yeah. the ones which have gone missing. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> that one was your fault. Know. That that was completely my fault. Yeah. That was so uh, what we lost um Stones of Blood, the demons and uh the Earth mind robber. Mind robber. And you lost God, you lost Oh, so you recorded Three, three in a row, yeah, yeah. Right, three in a row. On Zoom, but it only came out. No. Only yeah, it came out. It was my way of just making the podcast a monologue of me. It was a secret, like <laughs> backdoor pilot. Oh, yeah, it was just you reacting yeah. to nothing, wasn't it? <laughs> For nine hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can put it out. It'd be awful, but uh, oh, Paul, that's a bit much. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he's got work out of it, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> um. We're done, aren't we? Thank yeah. you so We're much done. for listening, Thank you everyone. So much. Thank Keep you. a wheezing and a groaning. And we'll be back with the fourth episode to Key to Time which at is, some point. Which is, is it the Androids of Tara? Yes. Is it or is it? It is. It is. It it is. is. Who's, guess? Hmm? Who's your guest? Who's your guest? Um, it's we have Woody people. Allen Whoa! Woodrow just, Wilson <laughs> Wendy Richards <laughs> Gary Glitter Wilbur Smith <laughs> I've been trying with Wendy's agent Wank I just can't Tank. <laughs> Shit fun rostrum Shit fun rostrum Lance Tankard <laughs> Bobby Weasels and Thomas Cam <laughs> see, you um, see you next week see you next week thanks